Game six, Sunday at the LEC. Welcome aboard. Welcome to playoff hockey on Elimination Game Part 2 for the Vancouver Giants. Win, and you're off to Game 7 Tuesday. Lose, and it's the Kamloops Blazers off to Round 3 to face either Seattle or Portland. Referees, Mike Campbell, Brent Iverson, Nick Bilko, Brett Mackey, manning the lines. Tom Getze is the video goal judge, and we are underway in Game 6. Lindgren. Left wing, Toporowski chips it in. Ostopchuk plays it to the right wing wall. And now up to center. Lysel ahead for Evan Toth. Charging in, dumping it deep behind the net. Tugged at, Hall in after it. Left wing, Toporowski. He'll play it forward. And now up the right wing, Victor Pershon. Pershon, high shot goes into the left wing corner. Toporowski spins away, finds Stankoven in the slot. And a shot block from Evan Toff, and a big one. Stankoven had a little bit of room in the slot. Puck goes out of play. Well, the problem with this is that Stankoven's line is going to go off the ice now pretty happy with what they did. They got a chance right in front of the net. That was Stankoven with the puck right at the hash marks in front of the net. And it was just a stick deflection that got it up into the netting with a face-off now in the uh, Vancouver zone. But you're right. Uh, you know, that's that's a, I want to say a good look, but it was certainly a, a Stankoven with the puck on a stick in a dangerous area. It's exactly what Giants don't want. Ty Thorpe will press the puck forward for Vancouver. He's checked by Schmiemann. And the puck cleared out to center by Kamloops. Alex Cotton is back in the lineup for the Giants. He missed most of the second period and all of the third period earlier this weekend on Friday. Giants keep the puck in. Kiefler trying to clear it. Ty Thorpe holding it in. Good work by Thorpe along the wall. Schmeeman trying to pressure it. This crowd trying to jostle the Giants here early. Near side boards. Semenuk gets it down low in deep. Shepard. Trying to free it. Semenuk a shot. Gloved down by Dylan Garan. And that's a good response for the Giants. Semenuk with Ty Thorpe and Cole Shepard. Right away. That's your first board battle. That's what you got to expect all night. Especially in uh, in your own zone. This time it's in the Kamloops zone. You know, three or four guys battling for the puck. And, you know, the thing about winning races, get there first. Get arrived to the boards first. That's so important. Face off a win for the Giants. Horning a shot. Deflects to the corner. Lees chases in after it behind the net for Jaden Lipinski. Lipinski along the wall, left wing side. Pressured off the puck by Logan Barrows. Kamloops along their boards, clear to the line, not out. Connor Horning a shot blocked by Kamloops. And now Hamill on the left side is just going to clear it forward. Knocked down by Camazola at his own line. A pass for Lees goes through him. Left wing now Fraser Minton going to chuck it to the far corner. Right wing side Connor Levis. In behind the net it goes to Semenov. Knocked down by Minton centered. That goes off Vikman's stick and deflects out of play. Yeah, not a great start for either team, but a tentative start. A responsible start. You know, you want to step the pace if you possibly can with fast exits. You want quick entries into the opposing uh, team zone. You know, you want structure all over the ice. So far, there isn't Wow, one shot on goal credit for the Kamloops Blazers. And again, this is a game when you know, you got an elimination game for the Giants. First goal is going to be important. Matt's lingering from the left wing point for Kamloops. He'll rim it around the net to the far side. Stankoven there to greet it. He overskated it, though. Can't hold it. And now here's a stop check. Right wing Lysel. Look at the speed. Trying to center it. And a great back check by Matt's lingering. Knock it away from him. Toporowski in feet. Pressing it forward, Stankoven comes away with it. Adam Hall, tenacious on the back check, able to force him to the wall. 
Stan Coven going to dig it free. Nicely to the point for Lindgren. Lindgren, a shot. Vikman saw it all the way and stopped it. He hangs on. Yeah, I don't know if we can show that, but Adam Hall taking Stan Coven into the boards. That's what you have to do against a 104-point man. He came over the blue line, Stan Coven, and got, looked like he wanted to get a good play, but he got taken out right in the corner. Beautiful job, and that made this play a simple save for goaltender Vikman. But just prior to that, boy, did Hall ever eliminate Stan Coven. That's the way a 21-year-old should be playing. Bouncing puck in front of the Giants' goal. Damian Palmieri will play it around the boards. Not down to the right wing. Kept in by Kamloops. Left side, Sador. A low shot. Pad save, Vikman. Left wing side, kept in, rolling. Now Schmeeman, a shot from the point, goes wide. Brandwood from the right circle, a shot deflects wide. Right wing side, center to the front. Colton Lankow, back from injury. He'll play it forward, knocked down by Kamloops, and sent back in. And a collision in front of the benches. Lankow up to his feet. Julian Cull, right wing side. Puck bounces towards the Kamloops net, and here they come. Dalen Kiefler, left wing side. Trying to go wide on Connor Horning. Kiefler, Belton, Bankier for the Blazers. Giving chase after it. Kiefler to the corner, pinching Kamloops. Centered, picked away, and now here come the Giants. Ethan Seminak, good speed down the left side. Wide to the outside. Hamill, the fellow 16-year-old, played him nicely. Here come the Blazers in transition. Reese Belton going to knock it in deep. Camazola in after it with Kiefler bearing in on him. Camazola. Nice escape behind the net with the puck. He'll play it to the left wing. Ty Thorpe rink wide to Lees. Lees has a step down the right side. Trying to go wide. He centered it. No one there. Seminoff going to dig it free up the right wing side. Chipped to the wall and deep. Connor Levis chasing after it with Cadu behind the goal. Clear to the left wing. Lindgren couldn't get there. Cleared by Seminoff nicely out back into the Kamloops zone. Victor Pershon. Four minutes gone here in period one. We're scoreless. Right wing. Kamloops clears. Left wing. Lindgren passing his skates. He'll feather it forward. Minton knocked off the puck. Kadu going to grab it. He'll spin. He'll play it to the right wing for Bocek. Good breakout for Vancouver. Lipinski in the middle for Edwards. Edwards circle to the front of the net. Blocked. Evan Toff kept in. Caught and wrist shot. Blocked on its way. Right wing Lipinski. Behind the net it goes, intercepted by Kamloops. Quinn Schmeeman trying to protect it along the right wing. Schmeeman to the boards, down goes Minton. Freed by Kamloops, and now here come the Blazers. Minton weaving, but he doesn't get it deep. Cotton picks it off. Hall bumped in neutral ice area by fellow 20-year-old Quinn Schmeeman. Good draw weight, icing waved off. Bell, er, in after it is Englot. Left wing side, Toporowski. Good tenacious forecheck here for Kamloops. Can the Giants clear? They come away with it. Toporowski, drag move to the middle, following up. Schmeeman, low shot, hit the outside of the net. Schmeeman with it, had a man open. Back to the point, it goes Brandwood. He fanned on it, and now a penalty to Kamloops as they interference. Lysel, two on one, trying to go across. Schmeeman dove across and blocked it. Lysel keeps possession. Delayed penalty to Kamloops. Saucer pass. Canoe! Jats! Stopped. Now a rebound. Lysel, a low shot. Blocked! And the rebound knocked out of play. Touched by Kamloops along the right wing wall. Giants to the power play. You can hear what these fans think of that. You know, again, I thought very good defensive play inside the Vancouver zone. They got a little messed up. 
their coverage was extended a little bit. They were able to recover. They got the puck back in their own zone. They drew the penalty, and my goodness, did they come up the ice with an arm in the air. This is Lysel fighting off a check. Where is that puck going to go? That's a good block by Schmeeman on the play. Didn't let Lysel advance it to where he wanted to go, but look at him handle that thing. Scan the ice. Where does it go? Goes over to that side. There's the shot. They get a face-off in the opposing zone. Really a great, great sequence of offense. Ty Thorpe, right wing for the Giants. To the point, Lysel, can he knock it down? Yes, he will. Hall, Lysel, back to Hall, right wing. Adam Hall, circle, he'll fake. He'll kick to Lysel. Lysel at the circle. He'll switch. Lysel goes across. Knocked out of the air by Kamloops. Clear to the line. Not out. Kept in by the Giants. Now around the boards. Lysel going to get there first along the right wing. To the point. Hall. Adam Hall leaves for Lysel. Lost it. Short-handed breakaway for Fraser Minton. Blue line in the middle. Minton scores! Fraser Minton, short-handed breakaway, 1-0, the Blazers lead game six. You know, the Kamloops Blazers and any team defending against Fabian Lysel, they want to put him in high traffic areas. They want to force the guy with a puck here to make this mistake. And you see right away they close the gap, does Minton, so good defensively. And he's pretty good on the offensive zone as well. Forehand, backhand, upstairs, underneath the crossbar. Minton, possibly a first-round draft pick, draft pick coming up in the NHL draft. Steals the puck and finishes the playoff. This is a shorthanded goal. You want big lifts? Boy, how important might this be for the Kamloops Blazers? But... There's a minute and seven seconds left on the Vancouver power play. On the road, the Blazers score first. Kept in, though, by the Giants. Horning, a low shot. That's blocked. And a clear up high knocked down by Tom Cadu. His wrister blood. A pad save by Garand. Horning, left wing side. Down low it goes to the front of the net. Back to the wing. Connor Horning to the point for Cadu. Cadu walks the line. Back for Horning. He'll fake. Back for Cadu. Tom Cadu walks the line, back to the right. Too far for Lees, chance for the Blazers to clear, no. Semenuk hustled and got there. Left wing side, a pass for Horning. Horning at the circle, down low, a redirect, that went wide. Right wing corner, Lees, battling for it with Lindgren. Lees behind the net, Lipinski, circle, Horning, Cotton from the point, right side, Lees with it up high, he fired wide. And that'll go all the way around the boards and down the ice. Tail into this power play, Cotton takes a feed from Vikman and chips it in to the Kamloops zone. The Blazers have had plenty of leads in this series, but the Giants have had a habit of coming back when down a goal. Cleared by Kamloops up to center, 12.25 to go here in the first. A 1-0 lead for the Kamloops Blazers. Shot down the ice by the Giants, icing waved off. Cleared around the boards to the wing. Lysel is checked towards the net, blocked, and cleared up the right wing side. Englot overskated it, and now Pershawn going to regroup. Long feed. Oh, nearly connected with Toporowski. Vikman forced to play it. I think they're going to call the icing, and we'll go to break. 12.06 remaining in the first. It's 1-0 Kamloops. They lead the Giants in game six. Sportsnet 650. Fraser Minton is from Vancouver. He is on Central Scouting's radar in the early rounds of the upcoming draft bill. His fifth of the playoffs has Kamloops ahead 1-0. Yeah, and I don't think, I'm guessing not a word was said to Lysel. I mean, when you're as good a player as Fabian is, makes that mistake, you just don't, you don't say anything. You, just, you put him right back out there again. He knows it. 
In fact, that might even motivate him. Even Not that he needs motivation, but, you know, handing that puck right to Minton for a clear-cut breakaway from the Kamloops blue line is something he doesn't do very often. But like I said, you know, teams try to force him into traffic areas. That's the scouting report that you have to have on Fabian Lysel. Third shorthanded goal of the playoffs for the Kamloops Blazers. First one that the Giants have surrendered in 12 games. Face-off win for Kamloops defensively. Clear to the wing and out. Seminoff chasing after it now. Levis with Camazola. Levis going to bully his way to the side of the net. Seminoff trying to tuck it in. Free to the left wing boards. In behind it goes. Left wing side, Matthew Seminoff. He'll switch. He'll have Levis with him. Seminoff holds it, spins, fires, pad save, Vikman. Rebound knocked down behind the net by Connor Levis. Levis to the right wing, Minton finds a space, backhanding it towards the goal. That's blocked and cleared forward by the Giants to center. Out of the reach of Shepard, trying to bring it back forward are the Blazers, and they'll get it deep. Both teams begin a change. 11.20 to go, first period. Giants trailing 1-0. Kamloops high off the glass and forward it's going to go the length of the ice and icing called on the Giants. Chevrolet the official vehicle sponsor of the Vancouver Giants and when only the strongest most advanced will do find a true champ in the Chevy Silverado 1500. Chevrolet the vehicle sponsor for the Vancouver Giants. Well you know how close this series has been uh, it, it's three games to two for the Blazers but you know they've They've outscored Vancouver 15-14 in the series, so it's been tight. I don't think that's going to hurt a whole lot unless Vancouver gives up another goal and loses some momentum. There's certainly a, you know, it's a team Giants are playing as a team that's exiting coming up the ice, I think, really well. And they're getting it deep a lot, too. Kyle Bocek dumped into the Kamloops zone, knocked down by Victor Pershon. And Pershon, right wing, chip forward, good pass. Kiefler with a bit of open ice down the right wing. Kiefler on a backhand. It got through to the front of the net, cleared away by the Giants. But Kamloops holds it in. Bank here, low shot to the net, tip wide by Kiefler. Right wing, Belton spins, fires. That goes wide to the corner. And now charging after it is Connor Horning. He'll play it to the right, Semina. Checked by Lindgren, trying to golf it deep. Are the Giants, Lankow couldn't find it in his gear. Now dumped deep, Seminuk gets it deep. Dylan Garan will knock it down. Garan, reversal, he'll go to the right. And Logan Barros will now skate it forward. He'll turn it over. Seminuk onside, dashing down the right wing, will get it to the corner. Lankow in after it, bumps his man. Free to the left wing now by the Giants. And cleared by Kamloops to the boards and Kobe Verbicki, stick checked by Palmieri. And the Giants get it deep again. Ten minutes in, first period, 1-0 Kamloops. Long feed up the left wing for Bicky. Backhands it forward. Roland chasing after it. Off, or icing rather, called. And now Palmieri throws a, a hit after the whistle. Verbicki going to skate away from it. And got to be careful after those whistles. We've seen it a few times this series. The referee sometimes takes two, Bill. Often, though, you just take the one. Yeah, you know, one thing you'll notice, anybody playing at this level if you talk to them now you'd notice that one of the differences come playoff time there's many from the start of the season is that the guys are so much different on their sticks you got to balance times when you got to be quick with your stick and you got to balance times when you're going to have to be hard on your stick where you're hard to you know strong arms it's you knock pucks loose you you, you get pucks in the corners you battle along the boards for a length of time is this a timeout call timeout called by the is there not a clock up here or a, a, a sign on the time clock here telling you a yep. light as guys were trying to say? 
Uh, I believe that was a timeout called by Cam by Kamloops. It seems like a bit of a bizarre time to call a timeout. And we'll... 4-2 shots on goal for Sean Clouston's Kamloops Blazers. And, a, I mean, a defensive zone draw, and maybe the Blazers had their guys out for a while, Bill, but I'm sort of thinking it's very early in this game, and that timeout could prove valuable a little later on in the hockey game when maybe you're down and you need to pull your goalie and rest your top guys. But Kamloops wins the draw. They get it out to center, and now the Giants on the defensive stand. Coven, a shot up high, rip wide. Schmeeman going to hold it in. A second time in a shot that hits Stankoven across, they go score! A one-timer, Toporowski, 2-0 Blazers. That's why you call a timeout. You got a defensive zone face-off in your own zone, you want to get the right line out there, you want to get it in the offensive zone. And this is what we talked about, I said this a couple times, this is how the Blazers get pucks to the guy that sometimes you think is least dangerous. How did you know he was over there? That's a nice seam right through the checking between the dots and it ends up perfectly on Toporowski's stick. Again, get the play alive, get it to one person to contain the puck and then get it over the other side, get traffic in front and boy how quickly it's a 2-0 lead. The Blazers with a two-goal lead here in period one. Seminoff, right wing for Kamloops. Giants. And that was Schmeeman Bill that kept that puck in at the left wing point that gave Kamloops new life on that shift. Kyle Bocek for the Giants, played forward. Seminoff, down the right wing, gonna bring it wide in a shot. That's gonna go nowhere near the net. Justin Lees is now going to chase after it. 8.45 to go here in the first, and a 2-0 lead for Kamloops. And it's quieted the crowd here in the early stages. Giants in front of their own bench. Connor Horning played it to the right wing. And Barrows across for Hamill. Hamill up forward, charging wide down the ice. A drop pass turned over. And Ethan Semenuk will bring it back for Vancouver. He's going to go wide on Barrows. Look at Semenuk streaking to the goal, and he fired wide. What a sh what a burst of speed by Semenuk, and they're going to say offside as Cotton crossed that line. Ethan Semenuk, Bill, I know we talked about the impact of the older players for the Giants in Game 5, but Ethan Semenuk in his rookie season took the puck to the net with some reckless abandon. Here it is on the replay. Well, you see, he's finding out about himself. You know, he's learned a lot during the season about what he's able to do with a body that's, I mean, made really for good offensive play for, you know, for long battles along the boards and in the corners. He's testing himself, stretching himself offensively, and you saw it right there. Right wing side, a chance to clear for Kamloops behind their own goal. To the left wing we go. Bank here in the middle. A good feed. Belton giving chase. Palmieri plays it to the wall. Kiefler going to keep it on side. Kiefler and Cotton they do battle. Cotton behind the play is going to be penalized. Unless they're going to take both of them but Alex Cotton drawing some interference that last whack at Kiefler and this is trouble because this is a 2-0 lead for Kamloops and they now get their first power play of the game. Yeah, you just can't. 
I don't think you can do that. Shots on goal are 5-2. You've not been really outplayed. You've certainly been outscored. There is the hit. The sticks come up. In fact, I'm not so sure it's much of a hit either way until Cotton backs into him. But it's what, probably a high sticking penalty is what the call is. And, you know, this Blazer team's on the power play. How important in your season is this right now for the Vancouver Giants? It's an interference call on Cotton Bank here to the point for Schmeeman. Knocks it down, Toporowski. Back for Schmeeman with room. Schmeeman, a shot, pad, save, Weichmann. Rebound clear. Rand will settle it, and Schmeeman will skate it forward. Schmeeman through the middle. Drops for Toporowski. Right wing, Stankoven. Pressured forward, good stick along the left wing wall by Lysel. Now a steal, short-handed Lysel. Crossing in, one on three, knocked to the wall by the Kamloops Blazers. Lysel pressuring the puck, Diz does well to stick with it, and that draws a positive reaction from the crowd. Here's Schmiedman though in front of his net, right wing Stankoven. Stankoven gonna cross in, right wing Bankier, his pass missed, and now Lysel, end of a shift, is going to wait for some fresh legs. Pass forward for Evan Toff, who's going to give chase. Limping off the ice for the Vancouver Giants is Zach Ostopchuk, as he's having some trouble putting weight on his right leg as he skates to the bench. Englot is checked trying to gain entry. Lindgren at the line. A good penalty kill here for the Giants, but here come the Blazers. Minton dashing wide down the left wing. He's still got it. Minton around the net. Has a look, goes to the right. Now Lindgren, Lindgren to the point. Minton has a look, right wing side. Shot from the circle, up high deflected. Loose at the side, Weichmann, the save on Englot. Kept in at the line by Minton, what a play. Minton towards the goal, that goes wide. Lindgren keeps it in for Kamloops, lost it. Clear to the line, not out. Minton again, left wing. Lindgren will fire, that's gonna deflect! And Weichmann got there. And a third time, Lindgren keeps the puck in. Right wing side, drive from Levis, redirected wide. Penalty is over, but the Blazers are buzzing in the offensive zone with 5.30 to go here in the first period. Kamloops out shooting the Giants, 6-2. Clear to the line, not out. Barrows a shot, rebound from Weichmann. Pershon holding it in, he's gonna walk to the middle. Pershon, one-timer, Levis. Robbed by Weichmann, that's a must for the Giants. Levis fires wide. Giants on their heels. This is a surge we're talking about. How do you put out this fire right now, Dan? Tom Cadu with a lane behind the net has a chance to clear it. Kamloops going to try to change. Cadu up the right wing gets the puck out. Great work though by Pershon at center and right back in go the Blazers. Verbic or Roland rather behind the net. Free to the right wing. Lipinski will skate it forward. Jaden Lipinski to Ethan Semenuk trying to go wide. Brandwood does well on him. Semenuk flying in this first period for the Vancouver Giants. Semenuk, Lipinski, Semenuk in the corner. Brandwood can't find it. Lipinski, point. Palmieri shot through wide. Belton a chance to clear on a backhand. He will get it out. 4.20 with which to play here in the first. It's Kamloops leading by two. Horning. Crossing the line, he's offside with Semenuk. We'll take a break. 4.15 to play in the first. Kamloops 2. Giants no score. White spot, Vancouver Giants hockey on Sportsnet 650.
Welcome back to the LEC. 2-0 is the score. Kamloops leading, out shooting the Giants in the first period, 8-2. And so the Giants looking to get a little bit of momentum back on their side. And it starts with a few more looks at the Kamloops net. Zacho Stopchuk favoring his lower body. A few shifts ago, he's back out there, and that's a good thing. He's got the puck right now, but he's smothered by Drew Englund. Ethan Brandwood ahead. Englot chipping it in for Stan Coven. In the circle, trying to cut to the front of the net. He does! Stick save, Vikeman on Stan Coven. Two saves now for Vikeman with the score at 2-0. That's kept the Giants in striking distance. So stop Chuck. Drops for Lysel. Penalty. Coming up to Kamloops as Lysel taken down by Stan Coven. And again, Stan Coven draws up, takes the penalty inside his own zone. But just prior to that, I mean, he cut from that faceoff circle just forced the puck on his own stick, got it to the front of the net. Vikeman had to make a really good save. I think this is what we're going to look at right here. Advance that puck up the ice, and there it comes. Now watch what he does. I mean, he just forces that puck off his shin, off his stick, back to his backhand. Vikeman makes the save, and in the ensuing play up the ice, same number 11 does take a penalty. Not sure we'll see it here. Here comes Ostopchuk. Great work by our crew again. What a job these guys in video do. Had the play at one end, the penalty at the other. How good is that? Hey, important power play right here. I would almost call it a near must for the Vancouver Giants as they go to their second white spot power play of the game. Cleared, though, by Kamloops down the ice, and Vikeman will now go to work, and he'll settle that down. White spot power play for Vancouver. One or one chance earlier in the period, they came up empty. Here's Lysel, right wing, crossing in. He'll send it rink wide. Oh, stop, Chuck. Left wing, hard rim around the boards to Lysel at the right side. Now a chance, caught in a one-timer. Dylan Garan gets there. No rebound, he hangs on. And this is sneaky. Cotton moving into the faceoff circle, makes himself available for this pass. Cotton is usually the guy that shoots the puck from the point. But why Alex Cotton is so good in this series and has been so good in the playoffs, that's Lysel taking his place, and that's Cotton moving into where you might expect Lysel to be. Great shot, nice save. Faceoff win, Vancouver. Left point, Lysel, left circle, Cotton. Cotton has a look. Goes down low with it to Ty Thorpe. Thorpe, left wing half wall, down low, Cotton. Cotton looking for a backdoor play! Low shot wide off Thorpe. Left wing side, Kamloops trying to clear it. Flipped up high, not out, Lysel holds it in. Cotton at the circle, wrist shot, Garand. Somehow stayed with it through a screen, no rebound. Well, here's the situation. You know, it's a 2-0 lead for the team in blue, the Blazers. And Giants are on the power play. They can't let this power play zap them with energy. A lot of time there, they get it to the front of the net. I think that just, Garand might have just got a piece of that. Good puck retrieval here. Why, you know, to get it right back to the point. So they've got to maintain poise right now, Vancouver. They win the draw. Justin Lees, but he can't hang on along the right wing. Lipinski to the left wing wall for Cadu. Tom Cadu. Jaden Lipinski. They'll switch. Lipinski. Cadu. Side of the net. He hit the outside of the post. Semina trying to settle it down. Behind the goal, Lipinski. Wrapping it around to the right for Lees. Justin Lees, right circle, fakes his pass, horning at the point, across, Cadu couldn't one-time it. Took it on his backhand, and now there's a blazer without a stick. So almost a five on three, horning, his drive save, rebound, whacking at it. Dylan Garand is on top of it, or is he? 
finally the puck is covered up as the Giants' second power play unit all over the Blazers, but not to the back of the net. Yeah, but again, good poise, like it. I like where the Giants get this puck with their second power play unit. You want chaos in front of the net with your power play. You know, that's a good play, and they continue. Look at the swarm. You got one, two, three Vancouver Giants fighting for that puck. You know that they're going to be, and they're looking for it, and somehow Garand finds it. But just keep that up. Still 20 seconds left. You win this faceoff. Thorpe in the faceoff circles does the job. One more chance. Cotton from the point to Lysel. Lysel left side has it. Circle holding, holding. Side of the net. Garand the save, and he found the rebound, and he hangs on. Well, you know what? If the Kamloops Blazers can force Lysel to shoot from where he did there, they're going to be really happy. You don't want to give Lysel, if you're a Kamloops, a much better you know look. So what they do there on this play is they get Lysel deep. He forces himself into a bad angle shot. And really, for all intents and purposes, while there's nine seconds left, maybe another face-off, they can make something happen. But that's just good work on Fabian Lysel. Three shots on this power play for the Vancouver Giants. 1.46 to go here in period one, and a 2-0 lead for Kamloops. To the right of Dylan Garan. Face-off win, Blazers. Golfed down the ice. Kamloops two for two on the penalty kill. Vikman plays it left. And a hard pass across the ice. Horning, left wing, Ostopchuk onside Hall. His drive, and Dylan Garan with a low shot, puts it in the glove for a save and a whistle. Yeah, 9-9 nine, nine shots on goal right now. I, I mean, again, got to remember, if you joined us late, what happened here? You got a clear-cut breakaway, a shorthanded chance by Minton early in this hockey game to open the scoring. That gave the Blazers a big lift. They've extended the lead to 2-0 on obviously the top, probably the top defense and the top two forwards, Schmeeman, Stan Coben, and Toporowski. Now it's a case of fighting back. And you know the rule about holes. When you're in a hole, the first rule is quit digging. So you've got to find a way now to get out of this period with 129 left. Maybe if you can create some offense would be great. Justin Lee's left wing. Schmeeman on him. Puck rimmed around to the point for Tom Cadu. Cadu goes left for Evan Toff. Toff wide to Lees. Lees left wing. Spins. Back for Toff. Low shot. Garan the save. Rebound on the wall. Thorpe. Checked by Stankoven. Left wing. Toporowski in a big check. Down goes Stankoven. Schmeeman on the attack. A shot blockered away by Weichmann. Englot to the point. Toporowski fired wide. Evan Toff. Fires forward, Lees. Chips it past Toporowski and cleared it to the left wing side. Englot has his man tied up. Stankoven trying to free it and now not forward. Cotton trying to take it wide on Schmeeman. Low shot save. Rebound goes to Lysel. Ty Thorpe now struggling to get off the ice after a collision behind the play. Right wing side. 30 seconds to go in the period. Blazers dangerous clear, but they get it out. And now a loose puck. One by Lindgren, but he doesn't get it out. Cotton left circle, cuts in, Garand the save, rebound cleared. As Cotton nearly with a buzzer beater. 15 seconds to go, what a chance for the Giants. Centered Lysel. Dylan Garand finds it in feet and hangs on. Best chance of the period for Vancouver. Yeah, this is the most uh, important save that Dylan Garand has made in this hockey game so far. It's late, it's Cotton. That puck is cut, created loose there, and go, Cotton going in off that side goes to his forehand. 
you know, again, you got to credit Grand with really good position. Didn't give anything up there. Boy, that was a good end of the period push by the Vancouver Giants. They still get it to the front of the net. Now you got 11.7 seconds left. Face off in the Kamloops zone. Face off to the left of Grand. 11.3 seconds to go in the period. And the official adding a little more time to the clock. Face-off win for Kamloops. They'll hammer it off the wall. That goes off Camazola. And back into the giant zone. Up high. Bouncing puck. Bank here. Trying to force it deep. Lysel and the Giants going to run out of time here in the first period. Yeah, a tough start, obviously. You know, credit the Blazers for, you know, for building on that. I mean, they were handed a gift. You don't you don't expect in an elimination game to get a clear-cut breakaway when you're short-handed from your own blue one, but they do. They, they capitalize to get a one nothing lead, and then, like I said earlier, you get your, your top defenseman in Schmeeman. He kept that puck in, gets it to Stan Coleman to Toporowski. So, you know, the key guys that had to step up to extend that lead for Kamloops did exactly that. The Vancouver Giants in a 2-0 hole at the end of one period of play. Uh, we're going to go down to ice level right now for a quick chat with Vancouver Giants associate coach Keith McCambridge. Coach, um, I thought as the period went on, the Giants got a little bit better. A great shift or two from Ethan Semenuk, but um, what do you take away from period one? Yeah, it, it took us a little while to uh, to get our, our legs back under us, to get our momentum uh, after that shorthanded goal against. But I agree, I thought to the, the back seven minutes of that period, uh, we started to get our energy, started to get that belief again. That power play generated a little bit of, of offensive momentum as well. So we got to regroup. Uh, look at scoring the next goal, not look at scoring uh, three, just look at scoring one and start to build this and get our crowd into it. You know, I've always said, or go to this more often than not now, Coach, the race to three so often determines a game, and it's still doable. Go ahead and get it done, guys. Thanks, guys. Thank you, Coach. That's Keith McCambridge, associate coach for the Vancouver Giants. We'll take a break. We're going to come back with the first period scoring summary right after this. It's 2-0. The Vancouver Giants trail the Kamloops Blazers white spot. Giants Hockey, Sportsnet 650. Time to break down the first 20 minutes. This is the Vancouver Giants intermission on Vancouver's home of hockey, Sportsnet 650. 20 minutes in the books here at the LEC. The first period scoring summary presented by Kintech Footwear and Orthotics. Kintech, the footwear and orthotic provider for the Vancouver Giants. Shots on goal in the opening frame. It was Vancouver out shooting Kamloops by a 12-10 score. It was Kamloops, though, Bill, with the 2-0 lead. 6-0-6 in Fraser Minton. Well, you know, the most unlikely way that you would expect the Kamloops Blazers, or for that matter, either team, to open the scoring in this game and first goal was going to be so important it's a Vancouver power play that's the good news they draw they they draw the first power play they want that they want to score first but uh-uh the play is a puck is at the Kamloops blue line and you know it's just turned over Lysel who's so good in in traffic so many times with what he does Minton steals the puck and he's got literally from his own blue line all the way to the Cam uh, to the Vancouver net makes a forehand backhand deke at 6.06, it's one nothing for the Blazers. And who would have seen a shorthanded goal in this game for either team, for that matter, being the opening goal, but that's what it has been. Minton, his fifth. Luke Toporowski then at 10.27, 2 nothing. Yeah, just a good job by Schmeeman, the defenseman. Kept the puck in, 
got it to Stan Coven, and you know that Stan Coven's looking for Toporowski. When Toporowski's got the puck, he's looking, he's looking for uh, the Stan Coven. And these guys, they can wreck your defense in a hurry if you give them that opportunity to move the puck the way they did. Uh, he made no mistake. His eighth, 10-27 in Kamloops with the Giants uh, in a big hole, trailing 2 nothing. Late in the period, though, the Giants with a pushback and a power play that Keith McCambridge said gave them some momentum and a late surge from Alex Cotton nearly put the Giants on the board. Yeah, he's he does such a good job at the blue line. We talk about all the chances that he generates in terms of shots on goal. And he still leads all the uh, all defense and scoring in the playoffs. Uh, yeah, I mean, there's there's literally seconds left, and the puck is loose at the blue line of the Kamloops Blazers, and not sure who created that loose puck, but it was Cotton that picked it up and actually drove into the faceoff circle. I haven't seen him do that so much. We've seen him score from there, but not attack from there as a defenseman. He did that, and hopefully that gives him a lift, even though this was a big Durand save. Our play of the period sounded like this. Blazers, dangerous clear, but they get it out. And now a loose puck. One by Lindgren, but he doesn't get it out. Cotton left circle, cuts in, Garand the save, rebound cleared. As Cotton nearly with a buzzer beater. 15 seconds to go, what a chance for the Giants. Play of the period for the Giants in a 2-0 hole after one. Power plays, Giants 0 for 2, Kamloops 0 for 1. We'll take a break. When we come back, we go to the banquet hall. Caroline Frolick standing by with Marty Hastings of Kamloops this week. White Spot, Vancouver Giants Hockey, Sportsnet 650. Now more of the Vancouver Giants intermission. You're on Sportsnet 650, Vancouver's home of hockey. Welcome back to the Langley Event Center. I want to apologize to everyone's eardrums here in the banquet hall. Whoops, don't ever let a talking head adjust technical things. I'm Caroline Frolick. This is Sportsnet 650. This is White Spot Vancouver Giants Hockey. The Kamloops Blazers lead game six to nothing after one. Joining me now, Marty Hastings, Kamloops this week. Yeah. Marty, thanks for joining us. As I was telling you off the air, I'm a huge fan of yours, so this is an honor for me. I used to watch you on the score back in the early 2000s. You told me you didn't like your style back then. Your style <laughs> looks great tonight. You got the leather jacket on, so thanks for having me on. Oh, my God. Well, I'm definitely going to turn your volume up now with that one. Gosh, <laughs> thanks. Uh, no, yeah, early 2000s, some scary fashion there, but uh, that's, a, that's a whole other... That's a talk show for another time, my friend, yeah, Marty. I'm sure We've I got had the baggy, uh, baggy jeans on myself back then, so don't worry about it. <laughs> Didn't we all? Didn't we all? It was uh, some sad stuff 20 years ago. But uh, packed banquet hall, by the way. The Rangers lay the Penguins one nothing with uh, about two minutes left to go in the first. But we're all here to talk WHL, my friend. This series has been pretty incredible. Everyone's talking about Leafs Lightning. Well, uh, Blazers, Giants, not too shabby. Can you tie a bow on it from your perspective so far? Well, I think I know better than to doubt the Giants at this point. Their back's against the wall again, just they, as they have been for uh, lots of uh, times during this series. But um, if there's a team that can come back, it's, it's the Vancouver Giants. But i got to tell you, I don't like the chances tonight. And uh, that shorthanded goal to start the game, that's Fraser Minton, who, by the way, uh, for Vancouverites here, he's from Yaletown. And uh, he likes to play the piano. That's some in inside info uh, for you right there. He, he likes to tickle the ivories. He, he tickled the twine with that backhander uh, there in the first period. And that's a momentum killer for, for the Giants. And then Toporowski, he's from Bettendorf, Iowa, and he's got a rocket of a shot. 
He's the type of guy you don't like to play against. He's annoying. He'll, the celebrations, the haymaker uh, sliding celebrations, flybys against the opposing team's bench, and he gets a big one for the Blazers. Big hole now for the Giants. Absolutely. Uh, 2 nothing for the Blazers, in case you're just tuning in. Shots on goal, favoring the Giants. 12 to 10. Now, when I came down from the from upstairs to down here in the two-minute walk, suddenly the shots on goal exploded. So the Giants not going away quietly, but the Blazers are the ones with the lead right now in the series and in the game. Keys to the rest of the game for the Blazers for you. Yeah, I think it's going to be up to Dylan Garan now. He's the New York Rangers prospect. He's from Victoria. He's been rock solid all season. His rebound control, he's a vacuum. He's a, he's a hoover. I know Jesper Weichmann has been fantastic uh, this, uh, this series for the Giants, but to me, it comes down to Dylan Garan now holding on. The Blazers, D, they're deep on the blue line. They're deep up front. Can they hold on now? That's one thing, too. The Giants, they've been in this situation for a long time, basically since February, backs against the wall. The Blazers, it's hard to get that fourth win. They haven't been playing these do-or-die games that the Giants have. So can they hold on now? Sean Clouston has to get them motivated because you know Michael Dick is going to have the Giants going. I talked to Zach Ostopchuk after the last game. He said, our series is on the line. We want to have no regrets when this is over. We're going to play uh, do-or-die hockey the rest of the way out. Uh, Blazers certainly don't want any uh, regrets either, especially after falling at home in the last game. Definitely coming out with a chip on their shoulder in this one. Yeah, and speaking about regrets for your Canucks listeners right now, I think they might regret not picking Logan Stankoven in the NHL draft. They went with Klimovich. Stankoven was still on the board. Who knows? Klimovich might pan out to be a great player, but if they turn out to be comparable players, he just passed up on a BC boy. Yeah, he's five foot eight. But he's a dynamo, okay? This kid is amazing. He's five foot eight, dynamite, and uh, 100 point season. And this guy's motivated, okay? And that's dangerous tonight for everyone in the banquet hall. If I were you, I'd probably be worried. I don't, I don't like the Giants' chances of coming back tonight. If I'm honest about the situation. It's all right. We'll protect you when you when you leave here. It's <laughs> fine. It's fine. A lot of Blazers fans here as well. We were speaking in the break that uh, Blazers fans travel well. They manage to go to every single arena. They love their Blazers in Kamloops. It's funny you bring that up because I just saw a guy. His name is Rob Tomasini. The 1920 WHL season, he was going to go to every single Blazers game, preseason, regular season, and playoffs, home and away. But the pandemic uh, screwed that up for him. Rob, I know you're listening. Good to see you out here again. I actually, for a story, I rode in his car with him and a couple Blazers just to kind of give them the feel of what he goes through to travel to their games. It was snowing out. i got to tell you, I feared for my life. So I hope he gets home on Coquihalla okay, uh, Rob. Well, I hope he gets home okay with these gas prices too, my <laughs> goodness. Michael Dick, uh, Michael Dick brought up those gas prices. After, uh, <laughs> after game four saying that he didn't want to pay any fines, he, he, he wasn't happy about the officiating, so he's going to keep his mouth shut to not pay for those fines. And it worked. <laughs> the next game, the Blazers got called for too many, uh, too many men, uh, bench minor late at the end of the game. Careful what you wish for. All right, Marty Hastings, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you. Marty Hastings, Kamloops this week. He covers the, the Blazers for the Kamloops media and has been covering this series Phenomenally. Yeah, go read his article. Seriously, uh, Cam Loops this week. A really, really good read. This is White Spot Vancouver Giants hockey on your home of the Giants. Sportsnet 650. Giants trailing the Blazers 2 0 after one second period. Coming up. Welcome back to the LEC. The second period is here. It's 2 0. The Cam Loops Blazers leading the Vancouver Giants here in this elimination at game six. 
The Blazers went leading after one in these playoffs are 5-0. And the Giants went trailing after one are 2-3. and three. That's the good news for the Giants. They've won twice in this scenario, but Sean Clouston and the Blazers have to be feeling pretty good about where they sit so far here tonight. Evan Toth for the Giants. Back to get it as the Giants go right to left on your radio dial and your webcast screen. And Fabian Lysel down the right wing side. Streaking down the right side. A pass to Hall. Had trouble with it. Puck goes behind the net. Goes Stompchuk to the left wing side. Stolen by Kamloops. Here they come. Stankoven to the right wing. Englot. Englot behind the goal. Toth trying to tie it up. It's going to go to the corner. Toporowski. Has a look, goes to the point for Ethan. Brandwood scores! They're going to say no. They're going to say no goal. I he, thought that went in. He waved it off right away. Everybody kind of kept playing. There was I didn't see one bit of celebration. We'll have to have another look at that. But it's important now that Vancouver doesn't give Kamloops another opportunity on this same sequence. A little loose right now. That shot from the point appeared to, to deflect in, but Giants maybe just caught a big break. Play whistle down. I think we're going to have a giant penalty for high sticking. Offensive zone. you got to be kidding. And Lees is going to go off here, and I wonder if they're going to go upstairs. I. It's always tough when you don't have the red light, but... No, nobody's even yeah, paying no, any attention. No, no argument from the Kamloops bench, so... Well, you know, here we go, here we go. Well, that's right, guys. Oh, yeah, no, definitely not in. <clears throat> but, boy, there's that fine line now, Dan, between panic and urgency. You've got to stay very focused, very urgent. Massive penalty kill for Vancouver. Kept in by Kamloops. Down goes a blazer along the left wing wall. And now rimmed around. Connor Levis holding it in. Ostopchuk going to bump him. Trying to free it. It's grabbed by Hall. Adam Hall, shorthanded, has a shorthanded goal in these playoffs, does Adam Hall. And now forward, Kamloops will try and get regrouped. 2-0 Blazers, early second, game six, Blazers leading the series, three games to two. Semenov in the middle, feeds left for Englot. Englot, left wing Minton, fakes the pass, goes to the left circle. Minton, left point Lindgren. Lindgren, Minton, Minton, Lindgren, drop pass, perfect, Mint, or a shot from Lindgren, and Veitman has it in the glove, nice save, he hangs on. Boy, that's as quiet as this building's been, that last little sequence there, yeah, I mean, you could almost hear a pin drop in here, this is a massive kill, obviously a minute and seven left in the Kamloops power play, Veitman, you know, doing everything that he can, uh, yeah, you, you gotta stem this, this kill, and Boy, you've got to find a lot of urgency. Dan, the focus right now for Vancouver is definitely not to get out of the second period trailing at no more than by one. I think they've got to get back in this. they got to join this game. They've got to get back into it. Only trail by one. It's doable. Toporowski, left or right wing, centers it across Quinn Schmeeman. Schmeeman, left point, bumper, bankier, Stankoven, one-timer, Toporowski. He hammered it, kept in by Schmeeman. Now to Stankoven. Left wing side, Bankier centered it across. Chance now to Lysel to clear it forward, and up they come. Thorpe, shorthanded, two on two. And he's just going to skate it forward. Then he's going to hammer it right back. Damian Palmieri back to get it. He's going to spin and launch it down the ice. Schmeeman 
left wing. Up the ice for Toporowski. Through one, crossing the line. Luke Toporowski at the point. Wide on a stop chuck. Kept in by Schmiemann to the right side, Stankoven. Logan Stankoven into the bumper. Bankier a shot, that's blocked by Hall. And cleared as Bankier sticks snapped. Kamloops going to bring it back on the attack. Now a steal and a three-on-one. Hall down the left wing. Hall wide. What a defensive play by Quinn Schmeeman. Kept in by Toth. Toth going to send it behind as Schmeeman lost his stick. Broke up that three-on-one. No shot on goal. Connor Horning. Low shot or a pass in front. Tip wide by Ostopchuk. Right wing cleared. Long shift for Stankoven and his line. They'll change. And now the Giants back on the attack. Ostopchuk to the slot. Bocek a shot. Didn't get all of it. Save made by Garan. Not bad. A couple tacks by the Vancouver Giants. Got pucks in the offensive zone. Did get pucks towards the net. Got shots on goal. Wouldn't call them scoring chances. And that's where I've said all playoffs. You know, there's a difference between the shot on goal and getting an actual scoring chance. And you talked about late in the shift. You still have to, scouts look for this too, you have to be able to make a play when you're tired. You can't just be out of gas and then, you know, everything disintegrates on you. A couple good efforts here with guys who are on the ice for a long time. Bill, the Vancouver Giants, one skater short in this second period on their bench. Cole Shepard leaving the Giants, uh, leaving the game in the first period is not on the bench to start the second period. But there's enough guys on there to still do the job. But that's a good point. I mean, I talked about him being maybe one of the keys in this game here today. Lipinski on the draw behind the net, taken out by Hamill. Both teams tonight are 0 for 2 on the power play. Kamloops holding on to a 2-0 lead here in the early days of the second period. Blazers behind their net as the Giants try to force it free. Lipinski hard rim to the left wing point Camazola knocked out of the air by Kamloops Hamill draped over Bocek good work by Lipinski down low stays with it Bocek trying to backhand it to the middle and the Giants lose it clear to the line though not out Camazola going to fire it and Dylan Garand has seen enough he's just going to cover it up for a whistle you know the puck was along the back wall was certainly in the Kamloops zone but never got into a dangerous position did it uh, it was around the perimeter. You make, you know, you you got pucks to guys that were kind of open. You had to fight back to find the puck. And Grand just says, "Well, okay, let's let's just get a new group of guys out there. Faceoff will be to his right." But Vancouver's got to be able. John's got to be able to generate a little bit more creativity and make a few plays with that puck in the offensive zone. Faceoff win for Kamloops and Lindgren behind his net will skate it forward. Lindgren left wing chipped in. Hard after it. Levis against Palmieri. Clear to the left wing. Lees on his off wing. Forced to go back around the net and up the other side. Horning. Cleared to center and now a race. Lees on his horse trying to get there. Dylan Garan going to play it himself to the right wing. Palmieri going to hammer it back in. And Fraser Minton who had the game's first goal has it at center. Blue line. Red line. A pass through. Levis couldn't hold it in. Good work by Pershawn at the line. Now Lees coughed it up at a two-on-one. Toporowski with Minton. Toporowski, a shot and a glove save by Weichmann. Needed it and got it. It's still 2-0. Yeah, I mean, that's, you know, that's Justin Lees. He's played so well, skates so well, but that's a little late in the shift. He's a bit tired. 
and he turns his puck over. This is what you don't want to do. You don't want to make that pass in the neutral ice area to the guy wearing the other colored jersey because this is a team, especially the Kamloops Blazers, on that kind of transition, on that kind of turnover, they will get, I've said this before, they may not always get a scoring chance, but they will get a shot on goal. Stankoven, a shot blocked. Hall trying to clear it. Stankoven knocked it down, and it's kept in by Kamloops. In after it behind the goal. Englund frees to the left wing for Stankoven. Had a man in front. Puck never got there. It was stop chuck now a pass forward. Lysel too far for him. Quinn Schmeeman back to get it. Schmeeman takes a check. Doesn't get it out. Tom Cadu up Main Street. A low shot and a stick save made. Toth going to fire wide. Toporowski trying to get there. Hall on his backhand kept it in. Dylan Garan will settle it down behind his net for Kamloops. Six minutes gone here. Can Englot clear along the right wing against Toth? The answer is yes. Forcing it back forward. Now along the left wing. Lankow, left circle, a shot wide. Lipinski to the point. Evan Toth takes it left circle. That shot goes wide to the near side. Puck centered in the slot on a backhand, no shot. Lankow spins and fires. Blocked. Left wing side, Lipinski to Alex Cotton. Back for Lankow. Schmeeman comes away, and now the Blazers, if they hurry, could have a numbers, but they're at the end of a shift. Toporowski brings it in wide. Toporowski, right wing, looking for a trailer. Stankoven just going to dump it to the corner. Camazola clears around the boards. Barrows pinching, holds it in. And Alex Cotton behind his own net will start up the ice, left wing. Hard off the wall, knocked down by Hamill at center, backhanding a pass forward for Kiefler. Kiefler to Belton. Belton trying to keep that puck deep. Thorpe lost it. Edwards overskated it. Just got enough of it to clear it. But there's Kamloops to hammer it back. Shots in this period for the Vancouver Giants. Two for the Kamloops Blazers. Two. We've played seven minutes. It's 2-0 for the Blazers. Now a turnover in the neutral zone. Pershawn going to intercept. He'll just send it right back in to the Giants zone. Alex Cotton to the right and played forward. Ty Thorpe. Thorpe going to try and cross in. Knocked down by Lindgren. Lindgren behind to the right and a clear for Sidor. Bumped by Palmieri. Puck got through him. Now a pass forward. Chance in the open mouth area. There's Semenuk to pick it off and clear it away. Thorpe, right corner. Sidor going to take it away. Good check by Sidor. Good job by Thorpe to recover. Puck is now in the skates of Bocek. And down goes a blazer. The Giants clear. Connor Horning going to knock it in deep. Semenuk in after it. Puck knocked away from Lindgren. Now to the right. Play to the right wing. Semenoff for Kamloops. Clears forward. And now a race back for it. Palmieri with Minton draped over top of him. Clear to the right wing. Lipinski. Reversal for Palmieri. Palmieri behind the net for Horning. That puck's going to be kept in by Caden Hamill. Now to the goal mouth area. Semenoff. Lots of room. A backhander. Save made. Levis on the rebound. Third chance added. High and over the goal from Barrows. Lees. Been out there a while. Levis back to the point for Hamill. Caden Hamill, his pass to the front of the net block. Kiefler frees it. Kiefler a shot blocked. Blazers trying to keep it onside. Hamill bumps it ahead. Lipinski doesn't get it out. Kiefler goes across post. Fraser Minton hit the iron. Still 2-0. Vikman maybe got a piece. Kiefler spins away from Palmieri. Lankow in after it. 
Kiefler stays on his feet. Drive from the point. Barrows just missed. Hamill, his low shot through feet and up the other side. Giants need to survive this. In the corner, Belton. Behind the net for Bankier. Bankier, right wing corner. 50-50 puck battle. Bankier still has it. To the slot, a shot that's blocked. Can Hamill keep it in? Yes, he can. Be Hamill fanned on his shot. He's checked by Lipinski, who falls and clears it. But then picked off by the Blazers and brought right back in. Toporowski takes from Palmieri. Toporowski to the slot. Cleared to Lipinski. Brandwood pinching. Kept in by Kamloops. Left wing side. Stan Coven. Saucers it. A one-timer off the crossbar. Toporowski found Iron. Blazers doing everything but scoring here in the second period. Finally, the Giants are going to clear the length of the ice. No icing on the play. Giants get a change. Wow, that's what we call sensing blood in the water. And that's a team that's just playing as a frenzy. They just dominated so much of that shift. Vancouver hasn't got an answer for that right now. Stan Coven and Lysel along the left wing. Stan Coven lost it. Lysel finds it. Terrific defense, though, from Mats Lindgren. And sent back into the Giants zone. Canoe plays right wing for Adam Hall. Hall crossing in. Pass for Lysel. Broken up on the back check. And now kept in by the Giants. And the shot goes wide. Connor Levis on that back check. That one seemed to sting him a little bit. And now Fraser Minton going to take it for a skate. Minton makes one guy miss. He's flying up the ice. Minton, Levis, return pass. Minton lost a handle in close. Levis now centered. Up the other side, Hamill, a low shot blocked by the Giants. Evan Toff, pass down the left wing. Oh, Stopchuk couldn't hang on. Haven't seen that very often in these playoffs from Ostopchuk. Here's Ethan Rowland, pass forward, give and go. Rowland gets it back, wide on Camazola, centered. And just about tipped in by Sidor on that attack. Rimmed around the boards to the left wing side. Verbicki, low shot outside of the net. Gloved down by Sador, right wing. Dylan Sador spins and fires, and that's going to go wide. Fabian Lysel is exhausted as he can't get to a puck. In after it goes Brandwood pinching. Camazola can't get out. Kept in, Schmeeman, left side, drive from Belton, save Vikeman. It's a frenzy, it's a shooting gallery right now for Kamloops. Right wing side, Brandwood. Brandwood, Bankier, holds on. Drive, Schmeeman, save, rebound, Weichman sliding, third chance, puck is in feet. Blazers escape with it. Weichman out of the net, Bankier waits, low shot, blocked by the Giants, and cleared by Kyle Bocek. Good grief. Here come the Blazers again as they hammer it in. That went off Weichman in front of him. Loose at the side, pad save, score! Dalen Kiefler at the side, and that's clearly a goal. It's 3-0 Kamloops. The referee, they're going to go upstairs, but Camazola, I think, pulled it across the line. I think Kamloops has a 3-0 lead. Yeah, well, that's about three minutes. Speaking of threes, that's about three minutes of the best energy, the most intense play, and you could pick any one of these highlights that we've chosen here. We're going to talk about the one that might have got in the net. It's clearly in the net. There's no question about that. 
but you cannot play with more energy than this Kamloops Blazer team played within that last three minutes. It didn't matter who Vancouver had out on the ice. The only guy that was holding the fort was Vikeman, the goaltender, and eventually that puck was going to get him past him. I mean, that's a team with a 2-0 lead and si sensing that, you know what, we can just get a couple more chances, we can make this a 3-0 lead, and they were successful in doing that. Clearly, without a doubt, five games in this series, that so far is the most the, the best three-minute shift for the Kamloops Blazers at any time. That, that was vintage regular season Kamloops Blazers as the Vancouver Giants just had no answer. And a 3-0 lead here in the second. Left side, Ty Thorpe centered for Semenuk, and that's in the glove of Dylan Garan. 7.40 to go, and we'll take a commercial break. 7.40, Giants trailing the Blazers 3-0 on Sportsnet 650. The Kamloops Blazers Bill have a 3-0 lead and they were full marks in getting that 3-0 lead for at least about five minutes. It felt like they were clearly in possession of the puck in the giant zone. Yeah, they were unstoppable. That, that, that really was the case. No, no offense or butts and Kiefer finally is credited with a goal and it's unassisted. Cleared up by Kamloops and up the ice they come as the Giants now in a 3-0 hole in game six. At the line, Evan Toth. Backing up with it, and a clear to the left wing. My favorite giant tonight is chasing after the puck right now, and that's Semenuk, and he gets drilled by Victor Pershon along the wall. Diving to try and keep a puck in was Evan Toth, and that puck gets by him. Thorpe goes across for Toth. He's going to cut wide. Evan Toth, shot blocked by Pershon. And now a penalty in front of the Kamloops net. Hand in the air by the official, and I think this might be a frustration call on the Giants. I think this is Lankow going off, and Kamloops is gonna go to a power play with seven minutes to go in the second period. You think he might have retaliated for the you know, the hit that Semenuk took, uh, uh, his, his line mate? That's a good point. You know, he, he was ridden out of the play hard, was Semenuk. I mean, that was good defense. No matter who I talk to <coughs> about Semenuk and, and going into his draft year next year, uh, I tell you what, he's already getting an awful lot of attention, and, and rightfully so. He's deserved it. But And Toborowski, a shot, save, rebound on the side. Bank here whacking at it. Stankoven, they score. Power play goal. Logan Stankoven, 4 nothing Blazers. Right off the faceoff. Didn't take very long. And again, you know, this is a team right now that is on an absolute high. They're on a frenzy, let's be honest. This is their team with a ton of offense. We know, we've seen it. Teams know this Kamloops Blazer team and the way they can generate. Off the face of, get control of it. Now get it to the net. Now watch what happens around the net. Yeah, I mean, you, you know, it's one of the few times Vikeman's out of play. It's one of the few times that he can't find the puck. And when you're the, when your goaltender is, is horning, standing in the crease area there, a defenseman trying to make a save with the skates, it's not going to happen. They're just going to outwork you. They're going to outpush you. They're going to outmuscle you. They're going to outstick work you, and they're going to get it in the back of the net. Timeout Giants with 6.53 now to go here in the second, and a four-goal deficit in favor uh, of Kamloops. You know, Dan, and you go back to when it was one nothing, Minton with a shorthanded goal, and, and the Kamloops Blazers took a timeout. We wondered at the time really what, uh, what was the reasoning, what was the purpose of that particular yeah. timeout. 
I don't know. I'm not going to say it made a big difference, but all I can tell you is that Schmeem and Stan Coven and Toporowski combined have shortly after that give Campbell about 2 nothing. 15 lead. seconds later after winning a defensive zone draw after that timeout. So there are, there are obviously good timeouts. I mean, I don't think a timeout is ever a bad timeout unless you're really taking it at the wrong, obvious wrong time. But, you know, good move. And obviously Vancouver, the Giants. Unfortunate for a pretty big crowd in here that, uh, you know, they're trailing this game 4-0. Uh, and it's the first time all series that I've seen Caroline Frolic take a seat. Left wing side, the Blazers have not led by this many at any point in the series. They had a 3-0 lead in game one. Biggest lead for any team in the series, the Kamloops Blazers. And Garand, out of his net, turned over. Lysel, Ostopchuk in close, and Quinn Schmeeman was there to block it. We'll take a break, 6-17 to go in the second. Giants trailing the Kamloops Blazers 4-0 in game six. White Spot Giants Hockey Sportsnet 6.50. The Vancouver Giants trailing the Kamloops Blazers 4-0. And the Giants bench trying to spur them on. They win the draw on a shot from Lees. Ooh, dangerously batted out of the air by Grand and gravity nearly could have forced it maybe to swat it into his own goal. Important stretch here with six minutes to go in the second period. Vancouver Giants in a 4-0 hole. Can they get on the board here late in the period? Can they just try to tilt momentum back their way? Big collision between Pershawn and Bocek. Now the puck gets out to Bocek at center. He'll carry it back in, but there are four blue sweaters, and then down goes Bocek, and then all Bedlam breaks loose along the near side, and I can't believe there was no call. As Levis drops, Stankoven in the slot. Toporowski couldn't pull the trigger, now a fight. Barros and Bocek. Bocek took exception after that collision, and now him and Barros at center. Bocek trying to get him in close. and more of a, a takedown than any punches thrown, but after some of the calls that we've seen in this series, shocked actually that nothing really happened from that scrumble on the wall, but Kyle Bocek said enough was enough. I always liked his intensity. I always liked his attitude. The way, I always love what Bocek brings to the game. And, and the thing about him, you know, he, he fits in, he skates well, he's aggressive. And, and, you know what? And he plays what I call loud shifts. You know, same with Lankow. And these are guys that play shifts right. that if you're near the ice, you can hear it. You can hear the board battles. You can hear the, you know, the warrior mentality. They want to be in that situation. You know, and we talked about his shifts being very, very memorable. His games being memorable. Yeah, frustration there and not surprised it was a guy like Bocek that took things in his own hands. Blazers off the draw, cutting to the front of the net. Arm save, Vikman on Semenov. Left wing corner, Levis sends it to the left wing wall, Minton to the point. And behind the net, Kadu played around to the left boards. Kamloops, relentless along the wall. Now to the slot. 
to the point. Brandwood. Schmeeman behind the goal. Tom Cadu. Right wing. Fabian Lysel. Left wing. Hall. Chipped in along the left wing side. And cleared around the boards. Sador. Charging hard offside. No, we're onside. Hall now ahead for a stop chuck. Trying to barrel his way in. And a shot to the short side. Blockered away by Garan in a collision behind the net. But here come three Blazers on the counterattack. Sador leading the rush down the right side. A shot. Veikman. Stick save. Behind the goal. Lindgren. And they're going to call a hand pass on the Blazers. 4.17 to go. Second period. You know what Matt Lindgren does so well, Dan, is, is he hits guys with pucks. His teammates. He passes pucks when these guys are moving. And, you know... That immediately backs up the defense. When you when you receive a pass, uh, you know, in, in, in full stride when they're, when they're skating, you've got to back up. You can't pitch. You can't take any chances. And tonight in this hockey game, really, and I mean, Vancouver's kind of been stuck in first gear right since that opening period. They're hitting guys with, on their own team with passes that are kind of standing still. And, and in feet. In know, feet. Uh, it's in a stop and go offense. Right. Like right here. You got the puck and you start with it from a, almost from a standing still. So all you can do is dump it in. And Ethan Semenek goes in after it and you see four blue sweaters sort of converge on the puck. Clear to the line. And behind the net, Lipinski spins away. Now cleared away by the Blazers and now behind the play Belton and Palmieri are tied up cleared now by Kamloops Caden Bankier tried to make a move and he got by Palmieri Bankier in the right wing corner spins good work by Cotton clear to the line not out Brandwood goes across Toporowski low shot pad save Vikeman and it's underneath him, no rebound, 3.18 to go. Well, you want focus on a shot. Watch Vikeland if we can get this again. I mean, this is a shot. He's, his team is down 4 nothing. He's They're not really giving him a lot of offense. But, man, does he have to, have to focus to get this shot from the point. And he has a presence of mind to tap his defenseman there. Watch the traffic in front. There's the shot. How does he see it? He's got five guys right around him. He's got it. He stops it. He gets a faceoff. And when he got up, telling you he patted one of his old players there and gave him a tap Ethan Brandwood right wing side Toporowski behind the goal Stankoven that one pinballed away and now Hall right wing Lysel wide he goes on Pershon Pershon defending Fabian Lysel about as well as you can and then knocked him down for good measure back to the point Cadu kept in by the Giants Tom Cadu low shot redirected Dylan Garand off the backboards, finds it, and hangs on. Let's see if we can see that, guys. Fabian Lysel, the way you defend him. Because there isn't a lot of teams that have been able to do it as well as his Kamloops have done on this particular shift. You know, he's hard to, to restrain. They want to hit Fabian Lysel, the defenders do. And so consequently, he's drawn a lot of penalties. But as he comes up this right wing, you watch him. This is really perfect defense against Lysel. Let's give credit where it's due. He's not going to go anywhere. That's engaging, closing the gap, and actually putting him on his butt. You and you're not going to score a lot of goals from your seat. You hear a lot of coaches talk about good gap control among defensemen. Pershon did that flawlessly on that sequence. And now at the other side, Vikman makes a save as Semenov took a shot off the rush.
little bit of a crowd ensues behind the Kamloops bench, but cooler heads are going to prevail. This legitimate, legit-looking crowd here this afternoon at the LEC. Not happy with the score, Bill. 4-0 for Kamloops, but one thing you can guarantee with Michael Dick's team, especially what they've demonstrated in the playoffs, is they're not going to just fade into the abyss without uh, a good, honest effort here. A late goal here in the period would be wonderful for the Vancouver Giants if they can find one. Toth behind the net for Kadu. Left wing side, Seminuk. Pass forward for Lees, too far for him. Schmiemann. Play to the wing for Hamill. Now knocked forward for Kamloops. Falling on the play was Bank here. He still made the play. Found Schmiemann a bad save by Weichmann. Ty Thorpe going to grab the rebound. And he will skate it forward. Left wing side. Spinning. Evan Toff. Behind the Giants. Cleared forward by Englot as Matt Edwards, or Lankow rather, goes hard into the boards and he's shaken up. Colton Lankow hunched over. He went for the home run hit. And Colton Lankow is in a lot of discomfort right now on the Giants' ice as that one stung him. Pass goes to Lankow. Good breakout. Lipinski dodges the check of Stankoven. Tried the feed forward for Julian Cull. And out of his reach. Cull going to knock his man down. Puck's going to be free to Belton. Belton going to turn on the Jets' left wing side. Left wing Stankoven actually with it in the corner. Stankoven finds Toporowski and a block in front by Connor Horning. Terrific play by Stankoven and a better block by Horning. Here's Lysel dashing down the left wing. Lysel, circle, tried to drag it. Minton takes it away. Right wing. Cleared forward. Minton, left wing side, chips it forward. Crossing in for the Giants. Levis in the middle. Minton tried to go back across. Busted up by the Giants. Minton to Brandwood. Rimmed around the wall to the left side. And a stick slashed out of the stick of a blazer. They're going to go back to the power play here late in the second period. You know, we said just the other night, uh, Friday night in Kamloops, I, I, it was such an obvious case where there was lots of doing by Vancouver and less trying where it just kind of happens. Tonight, there's lots of trying by Vancouver, but less doing. Right. They just can't get it done. And I got to credit this. Well, first of all, psychologically, you know, the adrenaline boost when you score the first goal of the game shorthanded at 6.06. From a 17-year-old forward, nevertheless. Yeah. You know, I mean, you, you're put behind the eight ball, and it, it's really, really hard to... And then, and then shortly thereafter, you know, anyway, long story short, they trail 4 nothing, and, and, and it's just hard getting going. It's just hard making that little extra play. Left wing side, charging hard after it. Toporowski is checked, but Bank, you're going to hold it in at the line. Ten seconds to go in the period. Left wing side, trying to send it forward. Knocked free by the Giants, and stop Chuck down the left wing side. Is going to get bumped along the wall by Quinn Schmeeman, and that'll do it for period two. Just a super good effort. 40 minutes in the books for Kamloops Blazers. Uh, they've been almost perfect, Dan. The shots on goal that period, I don't know what they finally are, but that period, 
it was 15-4 for Kamloops and they were never in trouble, never in danger. Uh, pretty much thwart, if you will, every uh, offensive effort by the Vancouver Giants into, you know, into the Kamloops zone. And boy, you got to feel for obviously the 20-year-olds the, the and even the 19-year-olds that, you know, aren't going to be here next yeah. year because you're only allowed three, right? Right. So uh, to move on. So you know what? Uh, it's 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 going to be some some sad talk in the dressing room even now and there's going to be some digging deep and saying hey guys let's get something going if we possibly can and and then the worst part of all of that is you're going to start the period with Kamloops on a minute and 20 power play the Vancouver Giants right now are in a 4 nothing hole at the hands of the Kamloops Blazers and we are going to go down to ice level right now to chat with one of those 20 year olds Adam Hall Adam, obviously not the 40 minutes that you would have necessarily envisioned tonight for the Giants. Just give me your sense of what's happened tonight. What do you take away from the first 40 minutes so far? Uh, I think we're just turning the puck over too much, uh, not playing our game. Uh, we put, need to play a simple game against these guys, get pucks in, and uh, right now we're feeding into their transition game too much. Uh, are they doing anything different in this game tonight, Adam, to stop you guys, Hall, stop Chuck, Lysel, that line, and which you're a key part of. I mean, you had such a great playoff. Are they doing anything to nullify you? You're shutting down any special way? Uh, they're playing hard, but uh, we just got to be better. Our line, uh, everyone's got to be better and come out for the third uh, like we got nothing to save it for here. Leave it all out there, Adam. Good luck in the third, my friend. Thank you. Thank you. That's Adam Hall, 20-year-old for the Vancouver Giants. We'll take a 60-second break. We're back with the second period scoring summary next on Sportsnet 650. Welcome back to the LEC. This is the second intermission. The Vancouver Giants in a 4-0 hole to the Kamloops Blazers after 40 minutes of play. Scoring summary presented by Kintech Footwear and Orthotics. Kintech, the footwear and orthotic provider for the Vancouver Giants. Shots on goal in that middle period for the Kamloops Blazers, 15 for the Vancouver Giants, 4. 15-4. Kamloops out shooting the Vancouver Giants in that middle period. They had a 2-0 lead after one. They doubled that lead, but before that, Bill, the score was 2-0. Jesper Weichmann under siege in his net. Uh, some terrific goaltending earlier in the second period to keep the Giants within fighting distance. Well, obviously, <coughs> Weichmann has done his job and, and did his job. He was he was handed a short a short-handed effort to you know early in the game that you know mint beat him on but it's two nothing for the uh Kamloops blazers and he's he's making some saves he's had to be he's had to keep his team in there unfortunately as we'll get to the to the uh Kamloops goals they just eventually overpowered him they overpowered his team but when it was still two nothing this was uh Beichmann with a with a big save that kept it two nothing and uh, kind of kept Vancouver still in and it sounded like this. Fraser Minton, who had the game's first goal, has it at center. Blue line, red line, a pass through Levis. Couldn't hold it in. Good work by Pershawn at the line. Now Lees coughed it up at a two-on-one. Toporowski with Minton. Toporowski, a shot and a glove save by Weichmann. Needed it and got it. It's still 2-0. But that siege continued, Bill, for the Kamloops Blazers and Dalen Kiefler on about the what felt like the zillionth chance of the period for the Kamloops Blazers rewarded at the side of the net. Well, you know, we've seen this, we've talked about it, and it's the one thing that hadn't happened so far in the series in the five games was that Kamloops was never in that what we call, you know, that zone where it was, they were like 
sensing that you know we, you know we're, we're there's blood. We can kill these guys. We can we can go hard at them. And when they sensed when Camus got that first time in the series where they got three minutes of that, and they realized that they were breaking down the defense. They were absolutely destroying the structure in the Vancouver Giants zone. Uh, I mean. Three minutes, they were for me were unstoppable. You said five, let's go four. And Kiefler gets finally gets the play at twenty at twelve oh three. He finds the puck. It's unassisted. I mean, it was just a matter of going to the net, and he makes it three nothing. Twelve oh three in. Logan Stankoven, sixty four seconds later, four nothing on a power play. Now it gets easier for him because there's a face off. The, the, the Blazers win the faceoff. They get it back to the point. They go across the other side, get it to Stan Coven. It's in the net. And that was an easy goal compared to uh, all of the problems that Vancouver was having, you know, prior to that. So for Kamloops to think, okay, we've just got them 3-0. Now we got a power play. We know that we got the better power play, one of the best in the league. Um, yeah, it was just, it was a steamrolling. And they've taken the crowd right out of it. I mean, there's, there's absolutely no nothing that Vancouver Giants are able to do because they're starting so much of every shift when they've got the puck they start from a standstill they're not getting pucks to moving players they can't they can't force that that Kamloops defensive structure back in their own zone and we showed you a perfect example of how they're playing Fabian Lysel you know they 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 force him out of the play. They take him up against the wall. They fight him. They force him into tight quarters, and he hasn't really been effective. That is the best Kamloops Blazer effort so far through 40 minutes, obviously, in this playoff. And honestly, Dan, one of the best we've seen all year from Kamloops. We'll take a break. When we come back to the banquet hall, we go. Caroline Frolick and Steve Ewan at 4 0 Kamloops, leading the Giants. White Spot, Vancouver Giants hockey on Sportsnet 650. Now more of the Vancouver Giants intermission. You're on Sportsnet 650, Vancouver's home of hockey. Welcome back to the Langley Event Center. This is Sportsnet 650. It is White Spot, Vancouver Giants hockey. There is interference here. So this is, once again, this is what happens when you send someone who talks for a living to do technical stuff. Everybody loses their eardrums. I think it was great. I think you did well. Wake up, everybody. Wake up. Yes, uh, this is Caroline Frolic alongside Steve Ewan. There you go. Thanks for joining us. I'm, I'm just here to watch the, uh, the Rangers and Penguins. Rangers and Penguins. So is everybody else. It's packed in here, and no one's watching us, Steve. That, watching the screen. It's all the better. That's Per usual. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, in case you're just tuning in, it is 2-2 for the Penguins and Rangers. It is 4-0 for the Kamloops Blazers over the Vancouver Giants. As the saying goes, Steve, that escalated quickly. Kamloops is a very good team. I think that's the best they played all all of the series. And I think uh, Vancouver needs a goal early to, to have a chance at bouncing back in that. This said... This has been the best two-week stretch of Giants hockey we've seen all year. So I think that that you need to keep that in mind as well. Yeah, especially how they ended the regular season, losing, what, 11 of 12? 11 of 12, yeah. And then they knock off the top seed, Everett, hang in there with the next top seed, Kamloops Blazers. But to, quote, to, to use another trite quote, they are who we thought they were. They are built. They're they they're strong in net. They're strong on D. They're, you know, the Stan Coven kid up front is very good. I, I, this is a team that could win the whole thing. Yeah. 
and to hang with them the way they have, considering the season that the Giants had, I, I, I think that's a, a, a building block for them. Well, you know, game losing game five at home the other night, you knew the Blazers were going to come out on fire with a chip on their shoulder, and they certainly have. They've been the better team. I think it's going to be a real challenge for the for the for the Giants to get back in it. I, I think they need an early goal. I think they need to find the power of play. I think they need. I I think they need to play their best period of hockey, obviously, all season right now. So we'll see if they've got that in them. Yeah, a left. pivotal pivotal twenty minutes yes. is what you're this saying. is. This is the most important rose ceremony ever. No, wait a minute. That's something else. Yes, I love it. Now, we, you mentioned Dylan Grant. Can we talk about Jesper Weichmann for a second? Standing on his head, he has been tested early and often. This is not a 4 nothing game. This is a 6 or a 7 nothing game. So yep. I, I think he's, he's the main reason that they still have any sort of chance at this. So... And he's been that guy all season for them. He's been, you know, with all due respect to everyone else, I think he's been their best player all year. And the fact that when he was out, they struggled as much as they did, I think kind of adds to that. Yeah, there, there's no coincidence there when, when Vikman is injured. The team struggled. Yes. I, I mean, he's, yeah, he's an NHL prospect. He's a Vegas Knights prospect. It'll be super interesting to see if he's back here next year. And, and if he is, I, Vancouver's a much better team. I mean, there have been Vegas scouts in this building throughout the season, and they have loved what they've seen from him and what's he's not a, to love. He's a pro. He's yeah. 19 going on 25, and, <laughs> and he you know, comes off his way older. And I, 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 you know, I think he's, if there's any chance of getting him back, I think that, that, that really gives this, this program a, a, a jump start for next year. Absolutely. Uh, keys to the third period. I think you said it. Just come out and get something going. I think it'd be nice to, if this is the last period that we see here, it'd be nice for the fans to see them come out and win a period and give them something to you know kind of take away and, and go into the offseason with. So I, I think they've got nothing to lose. I mean, they've, they've had a great playoff already. I, I, just, I think they have to play like that the rest of the way. All right. 20 more minutes left. Steve Ewan, thank Thanks you so, so much, much for joining me. Steve Ewan of The Problem. Award-winning journalist. Steve Ewan of the province joining me here on Sportsnet 650. The Kamloops Blazers lead game six, four to nothing. Still 20 minutes left to play. Can the Vancouver Giants pull it out? We will find out in T minus three and a half minutes. Time for a break. We're going to send it back upstairs to Dan O'Connor and Bill Wilms with a call. This is White Spot Vancouver Giants hockey, Sportsnet 650. Third period is here. Vancouver Giants, a 4-0 deficit. And if the Giants want to force a seventh game, they are going to need at least four in the third. A tall task indeed. But with the season the Giants have had, the postseason that the Giants have had, I'm not so sure that they're not going to add a little bit of spice to this finale when all before all is said and done final period underway Kamloops on a power play for a minute 15 Dan O'Connor Bill Wilms Caroline Frolic and Eddie Gregory teaming up here for game six at the LEC here in round two Kamloops on the man advantage Schmeeman Right wing, Stankoven. 
Left wing, Toporowski. Left wing, Kiefler. Schmiemann. Behind the goal. Cleared around. Evan Toff. Played to the wing. Ostopchuk. Steals. Kamloops back with it onside. Bank here. Wide he goes. Around the goal. To the point. Schmiemann. Stankoven. Into the bumper. Back to Schmiemann. Right circle. Toporowski. Pad save. Vikman. Kiefler. Right wing. Finds Bank here. Bank here. In close. Holds on. Held on maybe a second too long, but Giants don't clear. Now a one-timer score. Luke Toporowski, his second of the game, and that makes it 5-0 Kamloops. And you know what? You, you could tell, again, we've talked about this so many times, power play goals often are scored when a team did have a chance to get it out. I don't know if Vancouver has possession here, but this is a good play in traffic. There it is. I knew there was a situation where the Giants, you know, came, had possession of it. Once you've got it on your stick on a power play, you want to get it out. You watch this play here. Where's that puck going to end up? Right on the stick of a Vancouver Giant, and he just shoots it right back at the point. Tough to get it out, but you give this Kamloops Blazer team a second chance on that power play like that. They are pretty efficient. Lindgren to the right as Kamloops is offside. Yeah, it's been, you know, obviously a very, very impressive team here for the Blazers tonight. Toporowski, Stan Colvin. I mean, two guys that you have to be aware of all the time. They're, they can they can just create havoc with your defensive structure. And you know what? The guys that have to do it from the back end defensively have obviously been perfect. Vancouver's not got a goal. Haven't really had a lot of good scoring chances at this point either. The best, one of the better chances came late in the first period as Toporowski takes a pass, cuts in, and point blank. Yes, for Vikman, the save made as Stankoven and Toporowski, they have been dangerous. Sean Clustonbill earlier in the day sort of alluding to the fact that in this series, the, the word he used, or the term he used was good, not great. Uh, for much of this series from his team. Well, they have been great tonight, and it's been his veterans. It's been his horses that have led that charge. Two goals on the night for 20-year-old Luke Toporowski. Super good trade acquisition when they picked him up for another 20-year-old. He just swapped 20-year-olds with Spokane with Nick McCary going the other way. You, know, you can just feel it. Second-round pick also going back to Spokane in that deal, and... I remember at the time looking at that trade, and I, I, you know, because also, Bill, keep in mind, at that time, other names that were being bantered about as 20-year-olds, two that, that sort of immediately came to mind, Bailey Peach, Victoria, Sasha Mutala, Tri-City. And, and when Kamloops went out and, and acquired Luke Toporowski, I'll admit, I, I thought at the time... Wonderful hockey player. How offensive is he is going to be? Well, this is me officially eating crow. He had 20 goals in 24 games with Kamloops after the trade deadline, and he's been wonderful in this series as well for them. Well, and, he, and, he, and he missed game two. Yeah. Uh, I really liked him with Spokane when Vancouver played them in 2019. Weird the playoffs. To, weird to think that he was 17. I know. In that series. Well, he's... Uh, he, he's certainly, we've talked about him before in, in the long line of uh, Toporowski's. You've got Kelly, you've got Kerry, his dad, you've got Brad, you've got Shane, the brother Jake that also played in Spokane. And 
Dad Carey, I've talked about this before, 130 games played in Spokane for uh, Luke's uh, dad. 505 penalty minutes, a, a Memorial Cup winner. You know, when all of those things happen, you've got that kind of pedigree. You could be a pretty good hockey player. There's, there, there's a future somewhere for Toporowski, I'm sure. The other Western Conference playoff series, the Giants win the draw. They go to the right-wing side, Edwards. Behind the net to Bocek. Played to the left point. Cotton shot. Rebound Edwards swanning at it. Matt Edwards, one of the many young players on this Giants team who has forged an identity for himself. He wasn't even a signed member of this organization, Bill, before the playoffs even began. And now look at Matt Edwards. He's had a regular shift in the playoffs in this second round. And I think if you look at next season, a player that factors in big time when it comes to the future plans of the Giants and their future. Oh, well, it's a great audition. Obviously, a lot of guys getting auditions for next year. And, you know, we talked about 16-year-olds, and we know what a lot of them can do. We've seen it. Now the question is, where will they factor in and what kind of a step do they make to the next level as a 17-year-old and obviously in their draft year. Right wing side shot back in by Kamloops. Evan Toth back to get it. We've played three minutes and change here in the third period and the Kamloops Blazers lead 5-0. Played around to the right wing side. Fabian Lysel to Adam Hall. Rink wide, Evan Toth carries in. Toth a shot, pad saved by Garand. Lysel, 17 assists in these playoffs. Semenuk spinning away from a check. Lysel to the slot, wants to give the fans something. He'll try to make a move, and he was defended well by Kiefler. Ty Thorpe charging up the middle for the Giants. Played to the right wing, Semenuk. Drop pass, Lysel. Poked off the puck, and here's Caden Bankier. Delayed penalty coming up for the Giants. As Lysel, I believe, caught up behind the play. Tugging at a blazer. A roughing call for Lysel. Kamloops back to the power play. Yeah, certainly a lot of frustration. We've talked about that, and, you know, Lysel's got to be thinking... You know it. I mean, he's just such a fantastic hockey player and he's going to have such a bright future. But you know Lysel is still freshly thinking about that, you know, that turnover at the blue line on the power play at 6.06 where Minton just took it away from him. And we ended up with a one nothing goal, a shorthanded goal. That was a big, big motivator for this team. The Blazers on the power play will skate it forward. And up ice... Right wing, they'll send it through. Levis, Lindgren, Levis, bumper. Seminoff a shot, Vikman the save. And the rebound cleared away. Blazers behind their own net with Thorpe in pursuit. Five minutes nearly gone here in the third period. Minton along the left wing. Played around the boards to the left wing side. Lindgren kicks across. High shot going to flutter wide. Palmieri flattens Semenov. That draws a reaction and now a fight. 
as Englund and Palmieri are going to drop him. Damian Palmieri is no stranger to scraps. Englund trying to get that right hand free. And a couple of spirited tilts. Palmieri landing a flurry. Now some uppercuts. Oh, Englund landed a good one, but Palmieri comes right back. Call this one a good old-fashioned draw as Englund and Palmieri. A spirited scrap. And Damian Palmieri trying to get the crowd into it, and he will. The score of the game, Bill, notwithstanding. Yeah, you know what? You'll see he, he absolutely flattens a Kamloops blazer in front of the net. That's what starts this altercation. Engblad says, you know what? You don't do that. I don't care what the score is. He comes to the aid of his teammate. And, you know, in these kind of situations here, it's style points don't mean nothing. It's landers. What kind of punches land? And there's a pretty good up, uppercut, a couple good rights. I mean, my goodness, you know, sometimes you get hit so hard your relatives can feel it. <laughs> oh, and then the rhinestone cowboy music. The, these guys hit the mark, do they ever? This LEC game crew, the video highlights, the music, the fan experience. Uh, this, this statement reeks of bias, but it, to me it is the very best in the Western Hockey League, and we appreciate your efforts, guys. We truly do. Power play for Kamloops. Stankoven drops for Schmeeman. Schmeeman, Stankoven to the bumper bank here. Toporowski a shot and a blocker save by Vikman. And to the left, knocked forward. Zacho Stopchuk for the Vancouver Giants. Will he get an NHL audition next year? No doubt he will be on Hockey Canada's radar for a couple of World Junior tournaments. Quick shot from Stankoven, whistles wide. Bill, you had the stat earlier. Playoffs and regular season for Zacho Stopchuk, 66 points since the bubble. Yeah, since uh, in his last 71 games. And Dan, to your point, you've mentioned a couple times, he didn't get off to a very good start this year, so he probably went 10 games with about three points. One goal in his first, it was either first 12 or first 13. And Bill, you'll remember this game. It was in November in Kelowna, a two-goal game for Ostopchuk, and he was the first star in Kelowna, a 5-3 win for the Giants. And that just seemed to propel him. But I'll also say this. When he was named captain, and it was right before that second U.S. trip in March, you could just sense a change in Ostopchuk. And, and not to suggest, you know, anything to the contrary, but you can just tell... From the word go, how much that C on his sweater and how much the Vancouver Giants meant to Zacho Stopchuk. And look at what he and the Giants have accomplished in the postseason. Well, you know what? His play and speed and, and uh, effectiveness defensively really is impressive for me as well. I don't know if we get a, get a look at some point here at the coach of the Kamloops Blazers, Sean Clouston, behind the bench. He's got to be 
breathing a big sigh of relief in what he's seen here with his Blazer team because I don't think he was a very happy camper the other night in Kamloops. Well, and even his post-game or pre-game remarks story today, Bill, Sean Clouston normally a, a very, you know, you know, very sort of thinks very carefully with his words and often gives you, you know, a lot to sort of dissect. Uh, very quick, very to the point, very focused demeanor from the coach GM of the Kamloops Blazers prior to puck drop today. And want to appreciate or want to thank, you know, the coaching staff of the Kamloops Blazers for how accessible they have been this series to this point. 11.50 to play here in the third period. 5 nothing for Kamloops here in game six. Well, you want to get a goal for this crowd. This is something you want to do. That's Cotton in deep. He's a defensive, and he's saying, my last game, if, if it's going to be, we're down 5 nothing. See if I can get us something. And he does a good job. Cotton takes that puck right along the back wall and kind of works for it, gets it in the paint, and uh, save made and play stoppage by the goaltender. We'll take a break. It's one. It's 5 nothing. Kamloops, they lead the Vancouver Giants here in the third period on Sportsnet 650. Face-off win for the Giants, and off that draw, Ethan Semenuk tries to pull the trigger, and he will. That deflected wide off Bocek. No quit in Thorpe, no quit in Bocek. Down goes Thorpe. Pershawn's going to get a penalty here, and with 11-18 to go here in the third period, the Vancouver Giants are going to go to their third power play of the afternoon. Well, this is interesting because it's 5-0 for Kamloops, and that puck goes up against the wall, and who wants to get there first? And did so the first scrimmage that I watched this yeah. guy when he got acquired from Brandon is Ty Thorpe and right here with the game score being what it is he's first guy to the boards and he's taken down and this is again it, I said this in the pregame show that the, the kid only knows one way to play and that's a straight line effort right there he's hauled down he just he's just around the puck so much that and he was right there with a shot on goal and he was right off the yeah I mean guaranteed Unless something strange happens and he ends up with a, a contract to play professionally somewhere, he's back as a 20-year-old for Vancouver. Uh, I was going to ask you that. Is In your mind, Bill, is he a lock? Like, uh, oh, a shot from Lysel goes wide. and not, not a lock based on ability, but just sort of a, now a puck gets by, and here comes Kamloops. Semenov shorthanded trying to slide in with it. He gets taken down without a call, and now the Giants are away. Fabian Lysel has electrified fans this season for the Giants. Does he have one more goal in him? Dylan Garand covers it up. I mean, 20-year-olds, uh, you know, we're talking about Thorpe being a 20-year-old, and that's obviously a decision that management and coaching staff in Vancouver will make, but that's that's still a big part of his development and, and, and a really big part of whether he gets that look. And, you know, nobody is going to embrace that anymore than Ty Thorpe. That's that's impressive. And you know, for Fabian, to your point, real quick, Dan Lysel hasn't got a goal in this series against um, against Calum. He's got six assists, mind. And I know he'd love to get one. Him with a puck right there. Lysel, right circle. Willie shoot. Tried to center a pass through. Picked away by Kamloops and cleared down the ice. Talk about NHL auditions. You mentioned a stop chuck with Ottawa. I think it's. Uh, I don't want to call it a certainty per se, but I mean, I have a I have a hard time envisioning a world. Oh my! A Vancouver Giant on the bench, Colton Lankow, 
just took a shot from the Kamloops Blazers. It was a clear that went right onto the Giants bench. And Colton Lankow just took that puck up high. Mike Burns, you could just see Colton Lankow. He's going to go for some attention. It's a tough playoff oh. for that kid. He has an injury, now he gets hit with a puck. Got hurt on, I, I know one of the shifts earlier tonight, he looked like he was struggling a little bit with an injury, but he doesn't even want to go to the dressing room. He, he does not, and I was going to say, I thought I even saw Colton Lankow doing the no, 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 I'm good. And that, that to me is just complete embodiment of Colton Lankow and the toughness that he possesses. Giants on a man advantage trying to get on the score sheet. Dylan Garan had two shutouts in round one. And now we've got a stoppage in play and an offside called here for the Vancouver Giants. Caroline Frolic, you have been here from the word go this season for the Vancouver Giants. Um, is there a moment, an interview, a game, a goal, something that has stuck out to you for the Vancouver Giants this season that uh, that is coming to mind right now here in the third period with 9.55 to go in period three? Well, aside from being ice level when they iced, so to speak, the uh, Everett Silvertips, I have to say just the entire, the entire season getting to host Giants this week on City TV, getting to work alongside you, Dan, and getting to know the Giants players and hopefully get, letting the fans get to know them a little more. We know that it's fun to lose. We know, or fun to win. It sucks to lose, but I want the fans to know that they're people and that they're they have, they're interesting people. And uh, I think, I hope we achieve that. Well, you've done a wonderful job telling these stories and the work that you, Lena and Lindsay do on OT and you know, having Giants guests throughout the season know how appreciated that has been. And the element and the personality and the professionalism that you have brought to these games has been wonderfully appreciated. We're sure this thing is done, are we? Well, not, not completely. I'm just kidding you. But, uh, <laughs> I mean, with nine, well, with 8.53 now to go in the third period, I, 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 I will be the first person to say that I, I'm, I'm the one who hates going into automatics, especially with some bullets left in the chamber. But you know what? A 5 nothing lead for Kamloops with 8.53 to go. It's uh, <laughs> This would be quite something. You know, for Sean Clouston, this will be, if they take this to the finish line, the coach of the Kamloops Blazers, it will be his 10th series. And well, the Vancouver Giants there are not done in terms of their effort. They'd love nothing more than to get one past them. And I see that entire Vancouver Giant bench standing, um, obviously interested in what's going on in the ice. There's a 20-year-old Adam Hall. He'd love to finish with one more goal. What a playoff season that he's had. Um, still hacking and whacking at Grand. There's no question. They want to they get one past him. But I was going to say, Clouston, uh, is going to be his 10th series win. And, you know, to win a series, you got to win four game or, or, or four games in a series so you can do the math and figure out he's been a pretty successful coach as has Michael Dick for that matter uh, Michael Dick's not long for this league I think no, you'll probably I... see Michael Dick make that next step up I think what what's next in store for Michael Dick obviously if this ends this way and the series is over as a world junior 
that they will be back involved back in, so. in back in the summer the the world junior set for august i believe and of course with his honky canada resume uh no i'm i'm with you bill i <laughs> i have a hard time envisioning michael dick sticking around junior hockey for much longer well it was really really important for him to bring this hockey club to where he got them in the playoffs i mean hockey with heart and by the way when you talk about it I can guarantee you this is a giant team on the bench there. Every one of them is just begging to get on the ice. There's nobody that wants to quit. Not even, you know, other than the 20-year-olds, everybody. Every one of the guys, can I get out there? Can I get out there? Put me out, coach. Put me out, coach. I mean, that's the way this team is, uh, is performed in the playoffs. That's what they've brought to the playoffs, the postseason. You talk about the 20s, and as the, the period continues, we'll, we'll talk a little more about those three guys. Shots in the game, 35-23. Right now it's 5-0 for the Kamloops Blazers. Uh, the other Western Conference playoff series, guys, it's Portland leading Seattle three games to two. Game six of that series is in Seattle tomorrow night. And the Seattle Thunderbirds at home at the Rokas uh, Showware Center in Kent, Washington, trying to keep their season alive. Caden Hamill for Kamloops is shot through, blocked by Seminock. Evan Toff will dump it down the boards and deep into the Kamloops zone. Logan Barrows takes a hit. Bocek hammers him. And the crowd applauding this Giants team, and deservedly so. 3,300 in the building here this afternoon for the Giants and Blazers game six. Loose at the side in front of the net, six nothing. Nice play as Caden Bankier took the puck and was able to slide a low one in. He's had a great series and the Blazers have a six nothing lead. Well, he's just so reliable. I, I said this before, he was kind of the unknown name in Kamloops for a couple years. I mean, with so many star players ahead of Bankier, and, you know, I mean, they win the battle, and Bankier with a lot of poise. He's probably got a little, we'll see from this angle, he's got a little bit of a, a bouncing puck to handle in front of the net. Boy, he knocks it out of the air with his hand, put right to his stick. I didn't even see that from the original shot. Good eye-hand coordination, obviously, but Bankier, yeah. I mean, he's one of those, those really good all-around players for... Uh, not, not a whole lot of flash, not a whole lot of, but one of those players, Bill, like, reminds me in a lot of ways of Davis Kosh, where, you know what, at the end of the night, he's got a goal and two assists, and sometimes you sort of had to wonder, oh yeah, I remember that. Nothing that's going to necessarily wow you with toe drags and dangles, but... He's a heck of a player for this Kamloops Blazers team, and he's only 18. You know, he played at the Burnaby Winter Club, and I counted at least a half a dozen teams at the Burnaby Winter Club. He played with Stan Colvin. Uh, you know, he's 6-2 forward Minnesota. I said this before. He was the first forward taken by the Wild in the draft in 21. They took a goalie at, in their first pick, and then a couple defensemen. Lambos, by the way, from Winnipeg. Then a defenseman in high school hockey. And then they took Bankier. And, and uh, yeah, he's he's had a lot of experience playing, uh, you know, in, a, in, in really a relatively short time with his Kamloops Blazer team. Left wing side, Toporowski trying to advance it forward. 6.15 to go here in the third period. 
It is 6-0 for the Kamloops Blazers here in game six. In a series, they lead 3-2. Left wing, played forward. There are, there will be plenty to chew on and digest here in the days to come, but the Blazers pinned into the corner, Kiefler. Behind their net in the giant zone, Kiefler spinning away from Kadu. Now to the wall. Blazers keep possession into the bumper. Stolen by the Giants and Zacho Stopchuk. What a terrific playoff it's been for him. He's checked. And now that puck is going to go out of play. We'll take our final break. When we come back, the finale of this one here tonight. 5.18 to go in the third. 6-0 Kamloops. They lead the Vancouver Giants on Sportsnet 650. It is 6-0 for the Kamloops Blazers. This is game six. Kamloops Blazers are 5-18 away from advancing to round three for the first time since the year 2013. And a wonderful playoff for the Vancouver Giants is on its last legs, I suppose. But play continues here in the neutral ice area. And back in, and a collision now as Verbicki tied up. There's a giant down, and Matt Edwards is slow to get up. Verbicki, I believe, is going to be penalized here. Not sure why he's skating away. It's going to be a... No, this is Edwards, actually, is getting the penalty for a charge. So well, Kamloops to the kid, power play, yeah. I mean, that's one thing you can say about Matt Edwards. He, there's, there's not a, a part of the ice that he's not comfortable going to. Um, you know, the big thing for a guy like, like Matt, obviously as a 16-year-old, is, is going to try to develop some offense with his, with his feistiness, with that toughness, with that, he's, you know, pretty darn good skater. I mean, he's not, he's not held back by any kind of agility issues, but now it's a question of staying strong and making sure that you develop some, some touch and your feeling in your hands so that those, they can, your hands can match up with what your feet are able to do. If you can marry those two things together, that's, uh, you know, that's obviously so great. I mean, what they say, you know, legs get you to the table and and, uh, and your hands get you to sign the contracts, you know, and sign the deal. So it's a nice combination to have. I'm going to hope for three more whistles here in this game, Bill, but I wouldn't mind just a little bit of a medium-sized dive and a, and a send-off to these three 20-year-olds as Thorpe taken down. Alex Cotton, Adam Hall, Connor Hornick. The three 20-year-olds for the Vancouver Giants who are soon going to be graduates of the Western Hockey League. As the Blazers take it up ice, Caden Hamill, 16-year-old. Nice little inside-out move on Camazola, flips it towards the goal. Grabbed by Minton and a shot ripped wide. Kept in by Hamill. And he'll go to the point for Logan Barrows. Barrows to the slot, Levis. Connor Levis, right wing. Hamill. Way over here you have Minton directing traffic. He was pointing with his stick exactly where he wanted that puck passed. 
Levis, shot blocked. Connor Horning, what a warrior he's been for the Vancouver Giants over the years. And you, and you know, getting back to the game for a minute, Sean Cluson thinking, you know what, we're already going in the next series. So every one of these power play opportunities is a chance to practice. And that, that's why Minton took that took this power play very, very serious in what was going on. It's still got four seconds left. See if they get one more shot. Wow, Puck almost there. Weichmann the save. Ostopchuk going to send it down the ice. And that is going to do it for the penalty kill for Vancouver. 2.45 remaining in the Vancouver Giants 2021-2022 season. And this will, Bill, in my five years anyway with the Giants, will mark the first time that they are eliminated on home ice. Of course, their 2018 season ended in Victoria, Game 7. Of course, we all know what happened in Prince Albert. I could tell you one series against Kelowna. I mean, I've been seeing so many where it was 14,000 people at the Pacific Coliseum. Merrick Schwartz, goaltender for Vancouver in overtime, kicks out a rebound right on the stick of Larissa De Cinch in the high slide area. That ended that game in that series. But, but the seeds that were sown that season for the Vancouver Giants in 0405, Bill, we... We, or no, that was or, or was that 0304? Uh, yeah, they all run together yeah. for me, Dan. Sorry, I can remember, you know, the Memorial Cup uh, season 07 and going to the Memorial Cup in 06 in Moncton. And uh, yeah, I mean it. And, and the and the beautiful thing for me, in a nutshell, is that I think what Vancouver Giants have done this playoffs is restored that tremendous pride back into this organization. That was important to do. That there's Edwards with a shot. The Giants were the eighth seed in the 2022 Western Conference Playoff Conference. They were the only ever eighth seed to defeat a one seed in round one. And they gave the Kamloops Blazers all they could handle here in round two. And I'm sure the Blazers would echo those sentiments. Um, always a sad moment, Bill, always a sad game when your 20-year-olds uh, are done in the WHL. Adam Hall, Alex Cotton, Connor Horning, uh, all three are on the ice right now for the Vancouver Giants, and I don't care what's going to happen. Neither of these three are going to leave the ice um, before that final buzzer sounds. Yeah, and, and for me, they all elevated their games. All the three 20-year-olds, uh, you know, they took it to that next level that they had to to be to, you know for this team to be successful and uh, you know you just really can't say enough of what all three of them have done and for Horning when you talk about you know playing with that championship team and Swift Current what a bit what a great bookends if you will to his playoff career Alex Cotton will he be signing an NHL contract with the Detroit Red Wings as an offside is called Adam Hall with a playoff best 10 goals. Um, yeah, this is uh, this is never easy. But you know, you, they wouldn't have done. They wouldn't have had the success in the playoffs. This is a team that ends up in, it, with, with a playoff record. Uh, you know, when you would talk about about the wins on home ice and the wins on the road, it, it it's pretty good. They end up six and six in the playoffs, Dan. On the road, three and three. At home, three and three. Who saw that coming? And unless these guys all elevated their games, and you know, you look at your twenty-year-olds as being the key factors, really impressive the way they have 
uh, elevated. I mean, and you don't know how much of the rest of the squad, the rest of this team, had their play elevated by the leadership that's seen in the three twenty-year-olds that you've talked about. Hall, I mean, all the goals that he scored. That's so impressive. Cotton from the back end, leading all defense and playoff scoring. And obviously Connor Horning, who had talked about him the other night, and Kamloops with a, a plus three night. Probably the best shot blocker on the team. It's tough, no question. Lysel with the puck. One more shot for Hall, or one more chance there for Horning. Get it on the net. There tipped, you go. Tipped on net, Dylan Garan, one final save for good measure. Let's see this, guys. Let's see this back. This is your 20-year-olds getting the last shift. They still create something. Obviously, you'll stop check in front of that, trying to redirect that puck. Has a little pat on the back for Grand Boy. That's good. That's good sportsmanship. But that was a, a group by a group of 20s coming up the ice and you know ultimately getting a chance on the net. And Grand 4.9 seconds away from a shutout. Six nothing, Blazers. And I think this crowd will give you a pretty good indication of what they think of this team. The Vancouver Giants are 2.7 seconds away from their season coming to an end. And that'll do it. The Kamloops Blazers are off to the third round. And a Cinderella run for the Vancouver Giants in 2022 has come to an end. The teams are lined up to hug the 20-year-olds. Adam Hall being greeted. Alex Cotton hunched over. You can prepare as much as you like for this reality, but once the emotion hits, it's hard to find the words. The Vancouver Giants fall tonight in game six by a 6-0 score. Congratulations to the Kamloops Blazers on a terrific hard-fought series. And I'd like to think, and Bill, I'm sure you'd agree that the Kamloops Blazers are more battle-tested now and ready for round three thanks to this series with the Vancouver Giants. Boy, they, they handled, uh, you know, they, they had all they could handle. There's, there's no doubt about it. Uh, they faced a team that was uh, had the ability to come back. I talked about it before. You know, four times in a period of two games, Kamloops Blazers had a lead tied by a Vancouver Giant team, and it didn't allow the Kamloops Blazers to really get into a comfort zone. I didn't think, you know, for the for the first five games, but uh, tonight, this afternoon. They settled in. This is a Kamloops Blazer team that settled in beautifully and said, you know what, we are not going to be denied. The handshake. The Giants got to shake the hands of the Everett Silvertips after round one at home, and now they shake the hands of the Kamloops Blazers. Plenty of mutual respect. Yes, yes for Vikman versus Dylan Garan, a wonderful goaltending matchup. Logan Stankoven versus... Zacho Stopchuk. It has been one of the more... <laughs> well, let me tell you, in a nutshell for me, 
I would have never thought when the playoffs started, I'll, I'll go to the front of the line, that we'd be seeing a six-game series in round two, Vancouver losing. Yeah. I, I mean, nobody saw that coming. They, remember, they beat they, they, they beat a, an Everett team that was, you know, number one seed. I, I didn't visualize it. I, we, a lot of people thought you'd see this handshake right here between Vancouver and the team wearing green, the Everett Silvertips, and after a four-game sweep. Boy, did this Vancouver Giant team surprise. They restored a lot to the uh, to the franchise that I think, uh, you know, went missing there for a bit during the regular season. It was tough. Yes, for Vikeman and Dylan Garand, and a great applause as the two goaltenders meet at center ice. The fans see it. They acknowledge it. They played a business-like game here tonight, did Camels. And Keith McCambridge and Mark Hollick, the two associate coaches. Mike Bernstein and Mark Hollick. And then Michael Dick and Sean Cluston are going to shake hands right here. Barton Brenetta. And an applause for the Vancouver Giants. The Blazers are off to round three. And the Vancouver Giants season has come to an end. A deserved applause for this Giants team at home on a Sunday. And we'll do our best to tie a bow on this eventful season for the Vancouver Giants when we come back. 6-0 Blazers. Game 6 is done. This is White Spot, Vancouver Giants Hockey on Sportsnet 650. Time to break down the game. This is the Vancouver Giants postgame show on your home of hockey, Sportsnet 650. Well, there you have it. That's all she wrote. As they say, the Vancouver Giants have been eliminated from playoff contention. The Kamloops Blazers are moving on after the 6-0 Game 6 win. Bill, a heck of a way to end this campaign, but man... Cinderella. I uh, I know it's a trite phrase, but did you think it, it still baffles me that the Giants have come this far with this with the end of the regular season that they had. There's a lot to be proud of here. Well, I'll tell you when when you look at that handshake between these two teams on the ice, uh, when these playoffs started, I would bet you that most Vancouver Giant fans would have said that would have been the scene with the team in blue. Instead of being blue, they would have been the Everett Silvertips, mm -hmm. and it would have been a four-game sweep. Yep. Uh, that's what everybody saw coming until, until pride re reared its head, until togetherness, and until teamwork, until uh, confidence, till all that got started at the playoffs when the playoffs started. And when they won that first game in, in Everett in overtime, and they just steamrolled, and the guys just got more excited and felt that togetherness, uh, and they got it to a point where, I, I mean, this is, a, this is a Vancouver Giant team that won four games against the Everett Silvertips. They won two against the Kamloops Blazers. Who were the top two teams in the country mm -hmm. most of the season? Uh, but 
No, it was uh, it was unfortunate the way the game ended. It was unfortunate the way the game started with a shorthanded goal. That's all the lift the Blazers needed tonight, and then they just built on that and built on that and it got to the point where, you know, unfortunately it ended the way it did. But I'll tell you something, there's a lot of... There's a lot of pride that this uh, that this Vancouver Giant team and showed what, in the playoffs. Bill, what really struck me is when the score was four nothing, the Giants did not let up. When it was five nothing, they were still coming hard. They did not give up. They did not roll over. Yes, a lopsided score, but you could just see again. You could just see the pride that they had in their game. Yeah, I mean they're not. They're, you know, they're not going to. Teams aren't going to quit. They're not going to necessarily just throw, you know, hand it over to you. This oh, team some that, have. Well, I haven't seen many <laughs> of them, to be honest with you. At the Western Hockey League level, it's 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 a team team game that you got to you got to play hard, start to finish. But Caroline, you've seen the turnaround in this team. Mm-hmm. Let me ask you. You were here many times after, uh, you know, after a, a loss. That regular season was was a difficult season for Vancouver. I, you know, how many times did you and I sit here, even with Michael Deck, mm-hmm. and it was tough to you know, to ask the same questions over and over again. But how impressed are you with what the change took place? It was tough a lot of times in the regular season. You and I would look at each other and I I said, so what what good do we say? How do we say anything positive? Because we don't want to be negative Nellies. This one, you... The Giants should not hold their, hang their heads in shame. Yeah, very lopsided game six score. Man, they hung in with this team. They they eliminated the top team. So this is a this is a team that were underestimated, and they loved it. They came out to play. They had a lot of pride in themselves. And again, I speak to uh, talk about my conversations I've had with Zach Ostopchuk. He just says we are a proud bunch. We are not gonna. We are not going to be denied. We are not going to be second guessed, and that really lit a fire under them. And it really showed the close knit group that they have. You know, I've covered every Giants season since day one, and I've always said it's a journey. Um, and since day one, I have never seen a Vancouver Gi- Giant journey end the way this one did. Um, the the sw- the win against Everett and, and you know the the four two series win this this two games they won against Campus I've never seen a journey end that way I've never seen the difference between a giant team in the end of the season and the way the Giants ended the season in the playoffs um, they talk about hockey with heart that's the motive you know the motive that's that's what we always advertise the Giants as hockey with heart. I, I, I mean, they played with heart. Come on. We mm-hmm. went to the Memorial Cup in 06. We won in 07. Been other playoff wins where they've shown a ton of heart. Uh, I, I've never seen them turn it around the way they did in the last, uh, you know, 12 games. Um, you know, they won three road games. They won three home, game, home games against the top two teams in the country for all intents and purposes. And, you know, I, I have a feeling that it, it wouldn't have mattered whether they were playing the Winnipeg Ice or they would have been playing the Edmonton uh, Oil Kings, two, two of the top teams. I think they would have, either one of those teams would have been in for the same battle that Everett and Kamloops, uh, you know, were going to be in. So, I mean, Everett won 45 games, Kamloops won 48. Hey, by the way, they won two games in Everett. They won one game in Kamloops. That was unheard of going into the playoffs. Nobody saw that coming. Uh, just tough to end the, the, the way they did, but uh, boy, I'll tell you, there's a lot of giant tradition 
that has been maintained, a lot of giant pride, uh, compete level, uh, a team identity. This, the way the Vancouver Giants played in the playoffs was a team identity that they wanted all year, and they found it come playoff time. And that's a big credit to Michael Dick. It really is. And, and Bill, I was just thinking back to you and I sitting in, this exa- in these exact same seats uh, for some of the final home, regular homes regular season home games this year and I'm crunching the numbers and I'm looking saying are they going to make the playoffs they did and look at what they did so that shows a lot of heart and uh, you you said it hockey with heart they are a proud bunch and man next season's going to be a lot of fun well you, you wonder too uh, you know what who's going to be back who, who are the players that you know, will return. I, I mean, will, you know, Jesper Weichmann, for example, sign a, a pro contract and play professional hockey next year? He'll be a 20-year-old. Uh, you, you look at, uh, you know, even Zach Ostopchuk. I mean, he'll get a heck of a good look. You know he'll play the whatever the maximum games he can play before they send him back to junior next year. You know that. You'll start the season without Zach Ostopchuk next year, without a question. Uh, you know, will, what will Fabian Lysel's situation be? I know Boston's very, very high on him, and that's always a tough, tough thing about this time of year is when, when, when you close your season off and you've had some success like Vancouver has in the playoffs, you'll wonder, you know, who are the guys going to be back? And, you know, <clears throat> you only get three 19-year-olds back, and this is a team that, uh, you know, had a lot and has a lot of 19-year-olds on it, three 20s as well, and, you know, when you look at that whole group, there's only three going to be back. Who are they going to be? But my goodness, they're going to start the season with a very, very good blueprint of how they ended the season. And I've said this many, many times, that the team you start with in September is never the same at this age group as a team that you end up with in in April or May. And, And this series, this playoff run just proved that completely. Now, to borrow the the trite hockey phrase, winning culture, you hear the Canucks talk about that a lot as of late. This team has a winning culture. It's been built in by Coach Dick, and you saw this in this series. Yeah. Playing for pride, a winning culture. We're just not going to give up. Well, the thing is, it it, it developed in the playoffs. That was Mm -hmm. what, this is what was so interesting, because everybody, I mean, who, who saw them you know, beating Everett Silvertips in round one. Um, it was a team that only won ten, 10 games on home ice. Now you couldn't wait to get into the building to watch this team play. And uh, you see the fans just loud. In well, there was, there was well. some exciting times in, mm-hmm. these, in, this, in this playoff run, no, no question about it. It's kind of interesting, too, for me, I guess, as a sidebar. It, it, it really was a battle for BC division title two BC division teams playing off uh, with the other teams obviously out of the playoffs at this point. So it was a battle for, you know, for who was the best in the BC division. But, you know, the Kamloops Blazers are a good team. I thought I thought Vancouver had them wobbling a number of times. I think the fact that the Giants came back four times uh, to tie a game, you just don't do that against a good team. Um but tonight they just couldn't do it, and and it was just it was too tough. The uh, the, the opening goal and you know two nothing, and then you know when the Kamloops Blazers get on a feeding frenzy, I mean my goodness, they, there there was a three minute shift in the second period where you know they just 
They just couldn't get enough pucks at the net. I didn't exhale for those three minutes. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, you were talking in the pregame show about the feeding frenzy. And, you know, the, the Blazers are who we thought they were. They didn't win 48 games in the regular season for nothing. No, they're, they're good. They're well coached. Uh, you know, they, uh, they were not happy with their game Friday night. And what, what we said on our pregame show Friday night, too, or tonight about Friday, was I love the way the older guys led this team Friday night in Kamloops. Uh, you know, the 19s and the 20, all of them were really impact players. And, uh, yeah, I mean, it's it's a tough way to end. But, you know, I mean, it kind of, we had the feeling that we'd be go, going back to Kamloops for game seven. But, you know, Kamloops said no. Yeah. They said, no, you're not coming back. This is over. We're going to end this. And, um, you know, they just literally pushed the Giants out of this game. But, boy, you don't want to discount one thing. That happened. I'll repeat that. They were three and three on home ice, three and three on road ice out of, you know, out of out of, out of the twelve games in the playoffs. That's terribly impressive to me for what we ended the season with. The little engine that could. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure Michael Dick is having his chat with his team, and I'm trusting he'll come up here and give us a few comments. But uh, that's the way she ended. Uh, you know, it's it's you'll, it, it's a big learning. I mean, there were so many auditions. In, you know, in, in my mind, for, next, for spots next year, mm -hmm. uh, you, you get a good luck. When you're playing, when you're playing Kamloops and you're playing uh, Everett uh, uh, and you've got 16, 17, 18-year-old kids, you, you get a good read on how well they're developing. Mm -hmm. And you get a good read on how they can handle the pressure. Well, it's, it's, it's intensity, it's pressure. Every, every mistake is magnified come playoff hockey. Obviously, that's, that's the highest level. There's only one level of intensity higher right now is that's in the Memorial Cup because that now becomes a, uh, it becomes a, a sprint rather than a, a marathon. A Memorial Cup, I mean, I've been to a number of worked a number of them. You know, it's bang, bang, bang. You lose two games in that round robin, you're not going to get to the final. So, uh, but, uh, you know, the other thing is I think the Blazers will be very, very happy they went through what they did in beating Vancouver because it looks like they'll play Portland in the, in the, w, in the Western Conference Final, and, you know, they'll take a lot out of this series. They're, they're, they were, you know, they were a well-coached team. They, uh, they responded well, and Michael Dick had his team. I mean, you can't be more prepared for the playoffs mm -hmm. than this team was. Well, uh, certainly uh, a tale of two different teams to end the regular season and in this postseason. We're going to take a quick break, and uh, we, as we await head coach Michael Dick, of course, he is uh, having a, a little well, he's got chat to with his team, yeah, and chat he's got with to talk the, media. To the media. Yeah. You know, he's got to do his stuff. But we're going to take a quick break, and uh, on the other side, we'll have uh, thoughts from head coach Michael Dick. This is Sportsnet 650. More of the Vancouver Giants postgame show on Vancouver's home of hockey, Sportsnet 650. Welcome back to the White Spot Vancouver Giants postgame show here on your home of the Giants, Sportsnet 650. The Giants' Cinderella run has ended tonight in the 6 nothing final to the Kamloops Blazers in Game 6. Joining us now in just mere moments from now is head coach Michael Dick. He's just getting his headset on. Coach, like I said, Cinderella run, had to, it, it ended tonight. Uh, thoughts on your team this evening? Well, I mean, obviously, uh, really, really proud of, of, of what we accomplished and proud of, uh, of each, each one of those guys, what, uh, you know, the commitment they made here in the postseason. And 
their work ethic and and, uh, and the way they carried themselves. Uh, so, unfortunately, it ended tonight, but but we're really proud of what we accomplished. You, you know, Michael, you, you and I go back a long way. I, I've said this already. I, I've covered every season from start to finish for Vancouver Giants, and we, I call it a journey. And i got to be honest with you, I have never seen a journey end the way this one did. The, the, the restoration of pride, the restoration of of uh, you know with, with for management for ownership for fans uh, a very different Vancouver Giant team from the end of the season I said this earlier people would have thought that would have been Everett in Vancouver after a four game sweep series number one on that last handshake um, I got to honestly tell you I think you coached your ass off and I think you should be proud of what you did well thank you I, I I'm I'm really proud of the the boys and 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 so happy that that uh, first of all the older guys got to experience it. I mean, it, you're talking about two years of, of no playoffs, and, uh, and and because of that, not many of our, our 18, 19s, and 20s have ever played a playoff game before, and um, they got to experience how special that was. You know, from from winning a series to, I think our first our first home game in the playoffs we had. I don't know if we had 2,000 people in here. Mm-hmm. Our last game, you know, playing in front of a, a full, a full house. So, uh, you know, to Friday playing in Kamloops in front of a full building, like like that that kind of stuff it was so important that our, our older guys got to experience that before their careers were were through. And and for our younger guys, this is gold. I mean, you know, you know, yeah. you, you talk about how hard it is to win and. You know the the ebbs and the flows of a playoff series, uh, and you can talk about it all day long, and you can show it, you can watch it on TV, and you can you can show it in video. But until you experience it, uh, you, you never really you never really know. So I think it, I think it's just it, it's it's such a good experience for those guys and and for our organization. Uh, you know, like you mentioned, to, to restore that pride because. We weren't happy with the regular season, and and uh, just seemed like everything that could have gone wrong did, and and uh, and we found a way to fight through it. And we fought through it, you know, with with five to seven regulars a night in the crowd, and and uh, allowed other guys to step up and, and get the job done. Yeah, you know, this game was standing. Um, the identity, it's it's incredible, Mike. I mean, the difference between. You know, <clears throat> ten home ice wins in the season, and then the p- drop of the puck at playoffs, and have this change, like a like a change in identity to being a hockey club. I've said already, you could have been playing Winnipeg, you could have been playing Edmonton in the same kind of playoffs. You, you, we knew what we were getting with this Vancouver Giant team, and it was going to be a battle. Unfortunately, what happened tonight—that's beside the point. But. Um, it's something you had to be so proud of to know that this was the effort you were going to get on the ice. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, again, uh, it's not easy, right? I mean, blocking shots and taking hits to make plays and, and, and really making a commitment. And, you know, we, we got beat by a better team tonight. But, I, you know, I think we, we, we finally ran out of gas tonight as well. We get off to the start we want. We actually, our start wasn't bad. I mean, a, a, a short-handed goal really put a dagger yeah. into it. But... Uh, we started to, to run out of gas, and I think you know now that now that the playoffs are over, you can start talking about like the amount of guys that not only we have some guys hurt, we we had a lot of guys playing hurt, uh, you know, from the Esper Vickman tonight who who had the flu and battled through flu conditions to you know Zach Ostapchuk and, and and Ty Thorpe playing playing hurt and and doing such a good job. So 
Um, yeah, it was uh, it was a grind, but uh, but again, uh, we, we we can walk away with our our heads held high. Now you've already touched on it, uh, how great it was to see your your elder statesmen, so to speak, the twenty year olds, get to experience the an actual playoff atmosphere like this. Uh, can we just talk about the play of the the three twenty year olds? I mean, they yeah. really stepped up as leaders. Absolutely, uh, you know, Horns, uh, he. He is he is just such a quality person and and uh, and a real selfless player. He he's uh, he's he's your he's your ultimate teammate, and that's why he was a, he was a great leader for us. Uh, did did so many of the little things well. Blocked a lot of shots. Um, you know, started the play in the D zone. Just a, just a real solid teammate and solid person. And Alex Cotton, uh, you know, he. You know, he brought it in the playoffs and, and, and became that two-way defenseman that we knew we were going to get out of him. And, uh, you know, he's, uh, he's got a great sense of humor. He's got some charisma, and, and he'll, be, he'll be missed in the dressing room. Uh, you know, certainly one of the more popular guys in our room in Adam Hall, what can you say? Real quiet guy, but, but didn't play quiet and, and uh, had a career playoff. I mean, I think at the end of the day, leaving this uh, right now, he's, he's leading the playoffs in goal scoring. Yeah. And that line uh, of Austin Chuck Lacell and, and, and Hall, Boy, did they have a did they have a run and, yeah. and, uh, and accomplished a lot? You know, for me, as much as anything, I think you guys six six in the playoffs. You won three road games. You won two in Everett. You won one in Kamloops. Uh, <laughs> those are probably the toughest buildings to win in. Well, and you know, I think of you know two two games, two game fives where where there's swing games, right? Right. I mean, uh, and we're down three one against Kamloops, and I don't think anybody gave us a chance going in there. And, to come out with a win there and and obviously being tied 2-2 with Everett and going in and, and winning that game 3-0 you know those are ones that we'll, we'll remember for a long long time you know I, I said too hockey with heart that's been the motto since uh, you know since day one and and <laughs> I wouldn't have seen it I don't think a lot of people would have seen hockey with heart displayed the way you guys did in the playoffs you talk of, we talked about your 20 year olds your older guys how important well you said it was important but the auditions for some of the younger guys moving into next year. Well, again, you can you can talk you can talk about it all day long until you experience it, uh, and 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 for them to have the opportunity to experience that, um, you know, it, it 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 gives us a leg up going into next year um, that they they understand you know the 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 identity the culture that we we certainly wanted to create here. We didn't have it consistently through the regular season, and and we brought it in the playoffs. So. You know the, the standard and the expectations there now. Now I want to touch on that again. The culture, uh, Bill and I were discussing earlier about you know the Canucks talking about the winning culture and that you know phrase that sounds sort of trite, but you really did instill in that in them. Even even when the score was starting to get away from the Giants, there was no quit. Can you talk a little bit more about that winning culture and the culture of just playing with pride? Well, when you, when you talk about a culture, it's, it's, it's really just defining that behavior you mm-hmm. know, within the organization. How do, you, how do you treat one another? How do you, how do you interact with one another? And, uh, you know, and, and, and obviously it's, it's so important because uh, uh, it, it's a foundation to, to everything. And, and for us in the playoffs... Um, it, it was a, it was a culture of, of I, I think uh, mutual respect and, and, and starting to play for one another and and, uh, and compete for one another and and that's certainly something that we wanted to have all year long. We just never had it consistently and uh, 
and, and through good times and bad, we, we, we saw it, and, and, and it's certainly something we want to build on. Coach, uh, you know, moving forward, everybody's in this league to advance to the next level. You're not long for the Western Hockey League. I'm, you know that. I'm not telling you anything new. Um, your future looks so bright, especially especially with what happened in this playoffs, but now you move into the World Junior. Can you talk a little bit about uh, moving forward into the uh, fall now? Yeah, you know, there was, there was a lot going on. I mean, um, you know, even before that, uh, you know, I, had, I had an opportunity because of our, our gold medal of the Men's Worlds last year, um, you know, there was an opportunity to go back and do that. And I remember they were going to they were going to announce that and i said no 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 you can't do that we're we're going into the playoffs here mm-hmm. it was more or less if if things don't work out in the first round you can you can go off to helsinki and be you know that assistant again i in the sky and and it was so good to to stay uh, i wanted to stay so bad and and it was so good that we had that success and i wish them nothing but the best over there but this was this was awesome what a fantastic experience so now uh you know some time uh, to to reflect some opportunities to, to, to talk to some of these guys before they have to go, and and it'll be uh, it'll be a lot of fun. It's a little different having a World Junior in August as opposed to December, but but it's uh, it, you know I think for all of all the staff involved and the players involved, it's an opportunity to finish what we started, and and so it's going to be kind of neat. You know, I, I you know from what I understand, Owen Power's coming back, and so all you know some of these guys that have been playing in the National Hockey League and. and uh, you know, are sort of getting ready for their their professional careers. Are, are going to come back and play play one more junior tournament. So it'll be kind of interesting. Mike, having been with the World Juniors as you have been, um, Zach Ostashuk's got to have some kind of a shot for next year, doesn't he? Well, I you know Zach's put himself on the map. He he, he was on the map anyways. Mm-hmm. I mean, but but man, oh man, the way he played in the playoffs here. Um, not only not only being an offensive catalyst, just the way he did it uh, on both sides of the puck. He, he was heavy. He was a good penalty killer for us. He was key on the power play. He was playing against the other team's top top lines, top four defense, and and, and was still doing it. And and I think the, I, I think back to the first game in Everett when we won in overtime, and I went back to Instead after and checked the minutes, and I think it was like 31 minutes. Really? Yeah, he played over. And that's that's the first time I think I've ever seen that, or at least since I've been involved in coaching at this level, playing a full, you know I, I I remember Bull might have might have played that much uh, when he was here, but forwards uh, for Lysel Hall and and Chucky logging that much ice time and and bringing it every night and uh, yeah you, he's, you know, he's earned he's he's going to earn an opportunity there perfect perfect and that's exactly what I think our fans want to hear you know captaincies can weigh a guy down uh, how, how did he embrace that it actually elevated his play well we we knew he was going to be the captain here and and you know obviously when you trade a guy like swords um, you know who's who's such an important part of your your team and had been here for so long we just felt like throwing the C right away on, on Zach Ostachuk's chest might might not be the right time to do it and, and maybe put a little bit too much pressure because, you know, obviously as soon as you as soon as you lose a guy like Justin Sordoff and then you put the C on Chucky, it's it's almost like, okay, well you gotta fill his shoes and, and nobody could have filled his shoes at that point. But but we also knew that Zach was gonna be a real good captain and, and do it his own way and and he's done that. He's he's been our leader and and uh yeah, he, he's got a. He's got, obviously got a ton of respect, not only in this league, but but certainly in that dressing room. Looking at a couple more guys, we'll let you go. Ty Thorpe, obviously a, a 
a 20-year-old season next year. I, I, I'm going to say I think I wouldn't know about Locke, but I think if he plays as a 20-year-old, is there a future in professional hockey somewhere for a guy like him with a good 20-year-old season? Yeah, I think so. I, I mean, you just look at what he accomplished this year. I mean, he came from a program, obviously a strong program in, in Brandon, where he was more of a depth guy. And, and, and coming here, um, you know, think of, of where Ty Thorpe's played. I mean, power play, um, one of the best face-off guys in the league, uh, one of our key penalty killers, and, and logging a, 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 big, a big role five-on-five five for us. So um, I, 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 I definitely think that, uh, you know, that, that, that a pro opportunity would be, would be uh, uh, something that, that, that he could certainly earn. But, uh, yeah, I mean, he's a, he's a leader. And, and you win with guys like that. I want to ask you about Alex Cotton, too, a Detroit draft. Uh, he hasn't been signed. Um, obviously a terrific playoff series. I mean, he did everything I think you guys expected when you traded for him. Have you heard much from the Red Wings? Have they been in touch with you guys? Well, I, we don't talk to him as much as maybe Alex would or, or his agent. But, uh, you know, when you're, when you're a 20-year-old and you haven't been signed, I mean, there's, there's obviously a lot, of, uh, there's a lot of teams out there. So if, if it's not Detroit, hopefully it's a... It's another one, but uh, but certainly the way he played in the playoffs. And again, uh, you know, there's another guy that had experience in the playoffs, but never won a playoff series. So, so to be able That's to experience right. that, uh, um, I think was really, really important. And, and hopefully, that this is a springboard to something bigger and better for him. And, and speak briefly too, if you will, about the great uh, scholarship opportunity that the Western Hockey League offers for the kids. Uh, you know, that do get a year for every year they play for anybody else that might be going that way from a Vancouver Giant. Well, I, I think, you know, certainly a guy like Connor Horning, I, I, I know um, just before we started the playoffs, I, I remember speaking or, or got a message from, I, I believe it's a school down east that I think he's thinking about going to, uh, maybe it's the Ottawa, University of Ottawa. But anyways, um, you know, Horns has played, what, five years in this league now? So that's that's five years of, uh, of post-secondary. And, yeah. you know, I, I think as as a player, you probably don't realize the impact of that, but as a parent, 100% you do. I mean, that's that's significant. I mean, you're talking about five years of, of schooling being paid for. Um, you know, it's uh, it's it's such a good opportunity for these guys if they don't have pro in their in their future that uh, that they've got an opportunity to to start their next their next career. Uh- Big question that everybody walking out of this building, I'm sure, has is what is the future of the goaltender Vikeman? He's a 20. He's going to be a 20-year-old next year. That series he had, Mike. Uh, we've said before, uh, people will remember Jesper Vikeman. Not what happened in September, October, November. Not even the World Junior. Mind he didn't even play. But be that as it may, he will be remembered for the playoff series he had playing for the Vancouver Giants. Goaltenders do make their reputation in the playoffs. What might his future be, and what is the outside chance of him even being back here? Well, I, I, there's always a chance. Um, you know, I think obviously Vegas has a has a gem there, and, and I think they know that. And the thing with the goaltenders is, I, I mean, I don't really, un, I don't know the, what the depth looks like with their organization. So, um, you know, you, you see that with with Tendek and and Minor being two elite goaltenders, and and both of those guys are. Are having a hard time um, yeah. sticking at the American yeah. League level, so 
it's just so competitive when you when you start to move up. So, I mean, obviously, if if he's got that opportunity, he's going to be a pro. I mean, he is a pro. The way he handles himself on and off the ice, he's a he's a hockey player. So he's going to find a way to 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 play this game for a living. But but if it's not in the cards for next year, I'm I'm certain that that we would be real interested in having him back. And especially you know with a, a young goaltender like Hutchison who who can learn so much from a guy like that. Coach, uh, thank you so much for taking so much time uh, at the uh, end of the season. And despite the score in this game, I just want to say congratulations for a phenomenal playoff run. Thank you very much, guys. Much appreciated. Mike, have, have, I, a, have a great summer. I, I could tell you the times we've had to talk to you, you've, yeah. always, you've always come and you've always been patient. Uh, our questions are never even if they're hard to process some nights, but you've been here, you've uh, been here through the thick and thin. I don't think anybody deserves it more than what you do. And you guys have a great World Junior, too. Have a great summer, and we can't wait to get back going next year. You, you guys, there's fans out there that want to see Vancouver Giant hockey with heart moving forward, and I think it's so important. You bet it is. No, thanks very much, guys. Thank you. It's Giants head coach Michael Dick. Thank uh, you. Listening to our questions all season long, never complaining. <laughs> no, it's it's uh, it's class. That's that's what pro uh, you know pros all about. And uh, as I said, he did a wonderful job. Uh, you know, it was important for him to be rewarded. Remember the last playoff series that was played in the Western Hockey League was in 2019 when Vancouver Michael Dick's team played Prince Albert, and. All of these kids, very, very few of them in the playoffs for any team this year, um, no playoff experience. Mm -hmm. So he had to face that. I mean, he's, he had a team that came, went into the playoffs with no playoff experience to speak of, as did every other coach. And, you know, to come around and, and, and for him to build on what he did in 2018-19 and build on that, what he did in the playoffs this year, I think is very, very important. And I'll tell you what, he's never had to be more patient with a group of athletes mm -hmm. than he had to this season. Well, he, uh, he definitely wouldn't let his team be intimidated by two top seeds, and that's uh, really something to say. Isn't that right, Dan O'Connor? Guys, I apologize. Uh, I can smell myself up here, and it's because I've got about the 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 sweat of about twenty five hockey players. That's more information we you know need to know. It's, wow, that's uh, sounds like you. Do you want to talk about that? Yeah, Danielle, right, you know what, guys, downstairs, it's uh, it's a lot of hugs, um, a lot of hugs, a few tears for sure. Yeah. Um, this. You know what, Steve Ewan posed an interesting question to Michael Dick down below, and and it's sort of stuck with me over the past sort of 15 minutes, um, the, the question that was posed to coach downstairs was, do, does the outside world sort of realize how fast the end comes when it arrives? Hmm. Like, this team, since the early, like, s since early September, this team has been together every day. Even if they're not at the rink together every day, they're hanging out, playing video games. They're going for lunch. They're going to movies. They're going golfing. These players, the staff, they are together every single day. Mm -hmm. And you can throw COVID curveballs. You can throw travel complications. Every single day since early September, this team has been together. 
And then, you know, you go into a game six like this, and you've got all sorts of stuff going on behind the scenes. Um, is the bus coming to get the team tomorrow from Langley and heading to Sun Peaks before a game seven? Um, what are we going to do for food? What are we going to do for training? How is the equipment going to get to a rink? All of these things that are going a million miles an hour in your head, all of a sudden, are, are gone. It's done. It's over. Your season is over. And, you know, w once sort of the dust had settled and, and, you know what, the ownership group, they went inside, they shook the hands of every single player, the coaches, the management team, you know, they go around the room, they, they shake everybody's hand. It's a real neat scene. Um, but then all of a sudden you are left with, with memories. And you know what, I, I promise you this, guys. Alex Cotton, Connor Horning, Adam Hall, they're, they're not going to remember a, a Friday night in Kamloops in early October. You're not necessarily going to remember a 2-1 home win against Prince George on a Wednesday night at home. But you're going to remember that in there tonight. You are going to remember um, the memories that you create with your teammates. You're going to remember the, uh, the joke that was told on the bus that had everybody in stitches at the very back after you go and you win a doubleheader in Prince George. Um, in and as much as championships and, and wins and banners are, are what the Western Hockey League is about, what it's really about is right down there right now to be able to celebrate together in victory and to be able to be there for one another during an extremely emotional time. And you know what? The, the character, the leadership, the camaraderie that was on display just down below, um, I don't have any doubt in my mind that this Giants team is in a better place today than it was a month ago because of what they were able to accomplish together in the playoffs. Um, the seeds that were sown this year, I think, for the young players, you know, a guy like Mazden Leslie, a guy like Colton Roberts, a goaltender like Matthew Hutchison, Jaden Lipinski, Colton Lankow, you know, Ethan Semenuk, Ty Halliburton, who we, you know, wish a speedy recovery for from injury. What they saw and what they witnessed in this playoff series, what they are experiencing in that dressing room right now hurts like hell. It's impossible not to feel emotional when you think about it, but it's, uh, you know, the, these are where the, the lessons are truly learned. This is where the seeds are sown, and this is where, you know, you know, the Vancouver Giants that win a league championship in 2006, they don't get there probably without learning a harsh lesson the year before, losing to the Kelowna Rockets in a playoff series. Um, the Vancouver Giants of 2019, who go to Game 7 of a league final, if they don't have a, a Game 7 loss in Round 1 against the Victoria Royals the year before, um, I don't know if they necessarily you know, take those building blocks and get to where they get. Um, what Michael Dick, what Keith McCambridge, and Barkley Parnetta, and Pete Toygo, and, and you know, the, the support staff, the training staff, the medical staff, the equipment staff, what they have done, the hours behind the scenes, the video coaching, the goaltending coach, um, all the help behind the scenes that you, it would, it would truly blow your mind to realize just how much help and what goes on behind the scenes. You know, Bill, Caroline, even the job that you and I do and having Xander and having Kyle and Michael and, and all these people behind the scenes that, 
help us do our job, the game crew and Dale Sipe and all of the lineage, the, the myriad of people and volunteers that um, come together on a nightly basis to put a, a hockey game together with two days' notice, I might add, in front of 3,500 here tonight at the LAC. Um, it's an emotional night. It sucks when it sort of comes at you fast and you sort of have to adjust on the fly and find the right words. But um, a regular season that left much to be desired, but a playoff race and a playoff experience that I know is going to have every single person in this building, regardless of their affiliation, they're going to have their heads held high because of what this Vancouver Giants team did to capture the imagination of not just Vancouver, not just the Lower Mainland, but hockey fans in Portland, hockey fans in Red Deer, people that are tweeting sadness that the Vancouver Giants had their season ended tonight. The Vancouver Giants were the playoff darlings of 2022, and that is something that I think can be used as a very healthy building block moving forward. It's funny you say that because I have a friend that works on CHL broadcasts, and she texted me a sad face. Uh, Sandra Persina from uh, Sportsnet 960. She's at the Flames game. She even texted, oh, Giants. Yeah. And she was pulling for them. So it's funny you say that because they have, they did capture the imagination of everyone because who doesn't love an underdog? Who doesn't love the Cinderella? And what I, what, uh, to further your point, the kids that are going to, sorry, kids, <laughs> I'm old. The players that are going to continue playing for the Giants, they've got a taste of what it's like to win in the playoffs. They've yeah. got a taste of what it's like to not win in the playoffs. They're going to be hungry. Well, you hope so. And, and I mean, it comes down to sort of what they do in the summer and, and you know, championships oftentimes are, are won in the summer with, with how you prepare yourself and what you realize that it takes. And, you know, in, in saying that, it's a hell of a team at the other side and credit where credit is due to the Kamloops Blazers. And, you know what, that's a team that's had championship aspirations now for the past three years. And they are, they have a as good a chance as anyone in my mind of, of going past round three and getting to a league final and you never know what's going to await them. Bill, I'm going to leave it on this. Um, we know the, how proud this franchise is. We know that Ron Toygo and Sultan Tiara and Louis Buble and you know, Bruce Allen and Michael and Louis Buble, we know that you know, making the playoffs isn't just an accomplishment. It's the expectation for this team. Competing for a championship every season is, is an expectation. You've got a staff that has seen a lot of success in, in the past 22 years and, and a group that is already, I can promise you this, they're already scheming and planning ways to make sure that the 2022-23 Vancouver Giants are ready to go and ready to, to chase after that next championship banner. Um, but the work of everyone in the organization, that's uh, that's what I'm thinking about right now as this season comes to an end in game six of round two. Well, yeah, and, and I mean, I, I know the proud ownership for this this franchise, and I, I know that there haven't been playoffs for a couple of years. Uh, and so, uh, and obviously you, you have a, a tough season. And so this playoff was extra important uh, this was extra special extra important that that this credibility is completely returned to this proud proud franchise i've been i've been honored to be a part of this franchise for 20 years and i know i know what the expectations are and for the fans listening out there let me tell you every year that the vancouver giants field a team they're fielding a team that can compete for a championship 
I don't remember one year, seriously, I don't remember one year where they they put together a team with a hope of making the playoffs. It went off the rails this season. It was important that they get back on the rails. Uh, trade deadline was a tough time for this Vancouver Giant ownership group. They didn't know what to do, to be honest with you. Uh, they wanted to make a move. They wanted to make this team better for you, the fans. And I can assure you that when they go, go to work next year, uh, next spring or next fall, I should say, coming up, it's going to be a team that they're going to put together that's going to be competing for a championship. Okay, you may not get there, but you're going to think that you can get there. Last thing. I've always said, from a player standpoint, it's not what you get out of the Western Hockey League, it's what you become. And this was a wonderful experience for these kids that played in this playoff series. Caroline Frolick, hell of a job this year, my friend. I can't thank you enough for the contributions that you made to these Giants broadcasts. Uh, Greg Ballack, Raja Shergill, and Josh Elliott-Wolf as well for their hosting. Um, the board operators, the producers behind the scenes, um, you'd be amazed at the efforts that they have to go to to make these broadcasts a success. Josh Elliott-Wolf, uh, you know, Eddie Gregory, of course, who's joining us tonight, Justin Morissette, Joel Gaudet, Chris Faber. Uh, my hat goes off to you guys, Cam Barra, for just unbelievable work behind the scenes uh, to, to juggle and to make these broadcasts happen on the fly um, to the players, to the management group, to the volunteers, the support staff, the office staff, the hockey operations, the sponsors, billets, game night crew, each and every one of you, the, the helpers, um, you know, again, we, it takes a village, folks. Mm -hmm. It truly does. And um, always sad when a season sort of comes to an end the way that it did here tonight. But uh, to the Kamloops Blazers, one more time, a sincere good luck to you in round three. And a big help to each and every one of you who made the Vancouver Giants and the Western Hockey League a part of your 2021-2022 season. Uh, on behalf of the entire organization for the Vancouver Giants, for Caroline Frolic, for Bill Wilms, for Eddie Gregory, and for the Vancouver Giants, this has been the final presentation of 2021-2022 of White Spot Vancouver Giants Hockey. My name is Dan O'Connor. A sincere thank you for Sportsnet 650.